The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered, Matt, Sarah, my dear pal, and myself. We almost have a Matt's Movie Minute, but we don't. <laughs> Who do we hear from today, Matt? Dana, Dana White. Yes. And Dennis Bermudez. And boy, Dennis Bermudez was quite delightful, and Dana oh, really man. drops a couple of uh, amazing things, <laughs> so you should really listen to this. Even if you hate me and Matt, just fast forward to us. Don't even listen to this right now. Fast forward to it. <laughs> UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by digital media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. We are indeed your hosts, and every week I enjoy that music a little bit, twice a week. I kind of want to let it play for a minute, but then I have to talk. Yes. Because I'm afraid if I don't talk, I don't exist. Well, I don't want to talk over you. That's why I like to wait for you to say something. Next time we'll wait 40 minutes. Let's, let's <laughs> play in a loop. It's nice, though. It's not too much. It's not like one of those wacky openings that you hear on like a on like a zoo show or something. Yeah, no, it's tolerable. Yeah. Tolerable, I'll give it that. I like it. It's kind of it's cool. It's kind of hip, like us. Yeah. I just got off a plane last night, buddy. I feel like you. What time did you come home? Um, I'm first flight in the morning, guy. I'm get the fuck out of town immediately, uh, guy. I got home. Uh, I got the noon flight. I got back around six p.m. Okay, or a little earlier actually. Maybe how was five. it? Because all this stuff that's happening with immigration and with the refugees. How was the airport? It was good. The day before at JFK, there was like a lot of protests and stuff. So I'm like, oh man, I hope I don't fly into that. Right. Which I didn't. So it was everything was. But there was no one there when you. Are they done already protesting? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I thought to... they were still protesting. Yeah, no, people are still out But there. you didn't have any delays? No delays. Car no made delays. it up. Wifey came, picked me up. All good. Kids jumping over me. It's all good. They were happy to see you. Oh, they love, they love when I come home. How far do you live from the airport? Well, you know what it was? I, they were having like a, a little bit of a cousin's day. You know, my wife's got a big family, so they were over at, uh, they were over at Uncle Tony's. Where they were. Oh, okay. And, they, and that's in Franklin Square. So that's like around like less than 15 minutes from the airport. So that's not bad. So we met up there and then we went home after that. But I'll tell you, Colorado was a nice trip, man. Denver was awesome. Uh, the fights. The fights were fantastic, you know. Well, Denver has, is known for their uh, their altitude. So you might have been feeling yes. a little lightheaded the whole time you were. Uh, yes, for some reason I was very <laughs> lightheaded. <laughs> I still am. The altitude, no, huh? Oh, yeah, that altitude is, is, is amazing. You need something for that? But uh, yeah, I need some stuff to get my head straight. But I'll tell you, I felt, uh, 
it was very it's a different world, man. It is crazy over there. You've been there before. I haven't been there since they um they uh made the uh, altitude uh, legal. What oh. <laughs> the hell are we talking about? But yeah, it was uh, I had I had a I had a great time. You know, Aljo um Aljo Sterling uh fought Sansau. Tough, tough loss. Close, close, yeah. close fight, split decision. I'm gonna watch it again, you know. It was close. I I, I thought Aljo was gonna get the nod, I believe. But you know, Aljo's growing with each fight. He's fighting, yeah. you know, he's in the big show and we don't com- you know, complain about anything. We want the, the tough fights, obviously. And and uh but he's fight you know, he's fighting these like the last two fights were winning and these guys are awesome. First of all, what a nice guy that 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 uh Hafiel says. Oh, what a nice dude. Him and his whole camp, really good guys and uh and and and, and um and a really good fighter. I mean the guy's a, the guy's uh he's been around and and uh before that when Aljo fought um Caraway, you know, he's he, He's making a lot of improvements. Sure. Uh, even though he's, he came up a little short in this one with the with the judges, he is with each fight he's fighting guys with a lot more experience, and these are winnable fights. Like these are fights that he's that he's in. It's not like he's out. He's like he's not like he's getting outclassed. It's just he he's like it's like on the job training. He's getting he's putting things. It's about putting things together now. And uh, I think, I, listen, I still think his future is very bright. Yeah, it struck me like like I thought he he was a little more dominant with his legs, and Asuncao yeah. was more dominant with his hands. Yeah, and there's like you know a few times punches where it looked like he was like there was one where like kind of I don't know he got his shoulder it looked like he was off balance and it might have looked like a takedown like looked like a knockdown. So you know it, you never know what it looks like, but you know being there, you know, you know in his corner, I I, I thought. That we, I thought it was going to go, you know, our way. But again, it was it, on a fight like that, you can't complain. It's yeah, close. I think the stat they showed, I'm guessing it was significant strikes, was in favor of a Sun South 53 to 50. Like that's how close uh, that fight was. Clo- you know, yeah, he did. You know, he, he was throwing some with the hands, and uh, I liked um, Aljo was using his, some nice stuff with his legs, and and you know, I, the, the, you know, there's certain things that, that uh, now that I'm thinking about this, we could have done more of and whatnot and but it, listen did that, those they, guys show each other one of the announcers made a point that they might have been a little too respectful of each other because they had an extra long camp yeah i thought the crowd was a little particularly brutal <laughs> that where i mean they were booing in this i mean you gotta let these guys work uh i thought they were a little little feisty the crowd you know isn't it amazing what crowds boo sometimes yeah because there's other times people are doing that and they're not as as uh as loud or they're not as, I mean, they get, they, yeah, they get impatient, you know, they do. But, hey, listen, it's at the, at the overall, you know, the, the picture of things, um, which I don't know what the freaking makes sense. I believe he's going to grow from this. How did he know? handle it? I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's a tough loss. It was really tough. I didn't he, you know, know I remember him thinking that he thought he, uh, he won also, but, but you know, again, you know, you get, I've had tough decisions also, you know, and and again, it's not to the point where it was like, yo, it's not a robbery. You can't say it was a robbery. Right. It's just one that you kind you know? of thought you might have had. Yeah, exactly. But hey, listen, like I said, he did he did things in this fight that Longo was was way happier and stuff he worked on, and uh, you know that's good. That he, he there's good signs in this in the big picture. It, it, this is gonna be this is gonna be good for him. Well, my picks uh, obviously. Not good. Uh, my apology to Aljo because, of course, I had him picked. Uh, I also picked uh, okay. Juliana Pena, and, and I also picked uh, uh, Cowboy. Yes. Boy, I tell well, you one thing. Longo, uh, yeah. you told me Longo picked uh, Masvidal, from and this, you were right. He knows well, what he's talking the about. Second, from the second they got matched up, 
Longo said that hey, listen, that stuff he's uh, that Cowboys using on these other guys, he's not going to be able to do that to him. He's not going to be. He, it's funny, Longo, man, because Longo's, you know, Longo's a funny guy, and uh, you know, he's he's a big fucking Italian guy. He looks like something out of The Sopranos, but the guy knows his stuff. Sure. He knows his stuff, and especially with the stand up, like you know, I feel like I I know what I'm looking at, but. Not to the degree of of Ray Longo, right. you know what I mean? Because that guy's been in the game so long, especially with the striking. It's almost like if somebody pulls off something on the floor, and then they're going up against somebody else. Like um, he's a, the guy's pulling off some submissions, and then he's going to fight somebody like Damian Meyer or Jake Shields. And somebody would out, you know, oh, well, this guy's good at submissions too. And, and then I'd look at it and be like, ah, not not he's he, not good, not, like that. not quite, not yeah. not not to that level, right. not to that degree. And that's what Longo, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what Longo does with the stand-up. Like, he says, oh, no, this guy's, what Cowboy's catching these other guys with, he's not going to, he, he's not going to catch this guy with. And he told me, he goes, uh, and this kid is like a street kid, he's going to Nate Diaz him. <laughs> he goes, he's going to go out there and he's going to see, and Cowboy's going to see that the guy's not not shook, he's going to take away his shit and he's just going to come forward. And anyway, I'm telling you, he was guy, aggressive, it's, it's, it's amazing um, how, he, how he had that right, uh, not the fact that he just said that he'd win, but he just called that perfectly. He called it perfectly, yeah. and he dropped. Uh, he dropped him at the end of was it the end of the first round. Oh yeah, man. And I had I had no volume on where I was watching because I was I was watching uh, at the comedy oh. cellar, so I was like watching. There's you know a bar and a bunch of so I I didn't realize where they were in the round, and I thought that was the end of the fight. Herb Deep jumped in, and I'm like they're on the bed. oh it's the end of the he, he literally yeah. got saved by the belt. Because it looked to me like he was but fucking the, and, out. And what's funny about that is, I think, and they said it wasn't really, you know, listen, accident, I mean, mistakes happen, but Herb, he actually jumped in there. Who the hell's talking? Is that outside? Yeah, that's outside the studio. Tell him to calm down. You close the door? I, I, it's all yeah, I mean, I got ADD. Yeah, know? Matt hears it. What the hell's the matter with these people? How come we can hear it? But uh, anyway, um, now, oh yeah, uh, Herb Dean jumped in and uh, from, to his credit, they said it was so loud that they, they they couldn't even hear what's going on in there. But he jumped in and and stopped it before the bell, right? which was basically saving the guys. Like, like he saved it, him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that was done. That was so done yeah. that it makes you wonder what was going on. I got I want to watch it again just to see what's going on in, in between the corner and in, in the corners over there. Like, um, I I don't know. Who, uh, Greg Jackson was with him, correct? Yeah. I want to know what he was saying to him in the corner. I want to see how, because when it began, how about this? The beginning of that second round, Jorge knew. I don't, he made a gesture to him like, ah, Smile, yeah, I got you. I yeah. got you. And uh, it, it, and and you could see on Cowboys, the Cowboys, listen, the guys. He looked, dude, he looked loopy starting he's a, that second round. He looked a, out of it. He's a gutsy, gutsy guy he's to, even, to get off the stool. Because, yeah. And then, you know, he was he, he went out on his shield, man. So you got to really respect that. Because you know, he I think he knew walking into that second round, just hey man, this ain't gonna get better. You he know? looked like he hadn't recovered. Exactly, that's a good point. He had exactly. not recovered from that from the no. end of that first and round. I mean, One minute was just not enough time for him. Not to recover. for nothing. That not was, that shitty altitude. I don't know. I don't know how many guys could recover from that. That sure. was brutal. That actually should have been a stoppage. It was like almost like he got stopped twice. But that second one, man, wow! Just the way, just the way uh, Masvidal would the second that he he the way he'd counter off those kicks. He just like dropped the, the second he kicked, he was ready for it, and boom! Like just a was it a left, right, or right, left? I got to. It was a right. I think he caught him with the left that dropped in the second. Yeah, time. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, he's really he was something. You know, even uh, Dana, who's going to be on later, will yeah. ask him. But he even said, "Yo, he fights like that, he could be a champion." 
You yeah, know? he really uh, I mean, he, look he at that. Beat the shit out of him. Oh, and what I found very interesting is afterwards, I was watching. You know, at this point, I was watching it. You know, backstage in the locker room, uh, in the green room. Afterwards, um, when he gave him like a pound afterwards, I noticed he said something to him. You know, in the cage, he said something to him, and it didn't look too nice. Like, uh, Jorge Masvidal said something to Cerrone afterwards. So I'm like, yo, I want to know what the hell he said. It's killing me. I want to know. So they were in the, I went in the locker room afterwards because we were in the same locker room. But he was in there, when he's, you know, he's on his phone and he's celebrating. So I'm not going to go up to him. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then later on that night, back at the hotel, I, uh, me and Longo got a steak. It's not the story. But afterwards, all I want to do is ask what they got on the side. I'm so willing I know, to sidetrack fucking fatso I, I am. I had French fries. It's all right. And some rice. Treated yourself. You had the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Longo had some crab cakes. But anyway, so then we were walking. I saw Hoy. Um, so, you know, Longo was congratulating them. And I go, listen, man, I got to ask you. I go, what What did you say to, what did you say to Cerrone afterwards? He goes, no, he's, I told him. I go, you know me now, right? You know me now? Like, you know me? Like, in other words, he said leading up to the fight. He had been looking past it. Leading, well, no, not even that. Le- le- looking up to, leading up to the fight, um, Cowboys was like, I don't even know the guy. I might have seen him fight, that type of thing. That's what Jorge was telling me. But Jorge goes, yo, man, I worked with him before. I, I sparred him to the point where he was, you know, he was saying he's better than me here and there. Like, he, he was dropping to his guard. Like, he was adamant about, yo, this guy knows who I am. Don't act like you don't know me. So after the fight, that carried over. So I thought that was very <laughs> that that was pretty yeah. hard, that was pretty hardcore. It's almost not like yo good fight. It's like yo, all right, you know me, you know me now, right? Yeah, it, it didn't seem like, like you he know was looking me. past that fight. Like I, I got the it, uh, I was gonna ask Cowboy that, but he uh, did never did he ever call in? No, we never. No. So he just kind of stood just us up. Yeah, um, pissed. I seen him there, by the way. I'm before. not pissed. I'm At just... weigh-ins, I seen him. I met his grandmother. That was nice. What he did, was... he, did he say? Why I didn't call her? Uh, you know what it was? That he was about to get weighed in. Yeah, so I'm not going to bring that shit. No, up. I don't blame you. But you know, but he was friendly, and uh, you know, he said he said hello. He's about to go walk out to the scale. He introduced me to his grandma. His grandma was there, and uh, you know, I mean, listen. The thing is, he's been on a sh- how many fights has he won? Four, right? He had one four in a row. Yeah. And listen, man, you see combinations like what he did with Rick Story and <laughs> dropped out four punches to the kick to the head. To the, I mean, you know, it makes you, it could make you feel invincible. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, who was he speculating that he was going to fight next? He Could, wanted to fight Maya. Because I remember thinking that he is really looking past Masvidal. He's not like he knows. Yeah. It was almost like when Tyson fought Buster Douglas, he was looking to Evander Holyfield. But that was, I don't care what he said, that was yeah. kind of where his head was. Right. And uh, I think that's kind of what Cowboy was doing. But he could have, that's the thing, like he probably could have waited to fight Maya. Mm. You know, like he wanted to fight in Denver, obviously, but this is a fight <laughs> he didn't have to take. The thing is, this guy, no matter when he fights him or when he would have fought him, his, his style, you know, stylistically is a, is a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, the second that thing got on paper, Longo called that from the yes, day he, he did. goes, he, and, and he was adamant about it like yo he goes this is the way it's gonna go down you know and i'm the type to go yo man did you see that combination with fucking yeah with rick story you know and i like oh too i'm like yo man he goes he goes he's not catching him with any of that shit i'm like oh all right i guess you know what you're talking about ray longo he certainly did yeah and um i thought of him as soon as but that you know as soon as the uh cowboy got yeah. fucking florida i was like yeah. oh fucking longo knows what he's talking about <laughs> yeah right and uh let's not forget the main event and we're not avoiding the elephant in the room. We'll get to it. Dude, I don't, that's not even nice. The main event. Oh. oh no, not you. Oh, I was, I'm, I'm saying it's my winter weight. No. 
I would have said the doll in the room because you're a little doll. Can, can you pass me my uh, sunglasses? <laughs> I want to look at Chris with his fucking day glow. I thought he was getting away from the, uh, the like the flannels. I don't know what I'm looking at, but I need it's it's, it's yellow and and uh, it looks like a uh, a checkerboard. Yeah. Uh, y- you're bothering me now. Yeah, it's an uh, awful shirt. We don't. Really, like it. I, this is a beautiful shirt. I yeah, thought. it's like La La Land if it was a shirt. <laughs> we hate it. <laughs> Are you done with La La Land? No, I watched fucking a few minutes. The opening song annoys me so much I can't get through. How it. does it go? I don't remember. I blocked right. it out, like an assault. You know what's bad it's about that? Terrible. Yeah, how about this? You told me what they're La La La... all in traffic and they start singing. Good morning. It's a play. Fucking it's a, boo. It's a Broadway play. You told me what's sad. You told me th- we had this conversation last week. I already forgot what it was. <laughs> I love Emma Stone. I How just sad don't is like. That? But is it a TV show or is oh, it? Oh, it's a movie. It's it's, it's going to win Oscars. Oh. And by the way, there's a huge story. Oh, to digress, digress. Emma Watson and Miles. What's his name? The other guy, something Miles. Miles Teller. There you go. Yeah. Originally, we were supposed to do it, and then they, they apparently, allegedly, they were both very demanding. Ooh. And then they were like, "Fuck it," and they gave it to Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. It's the hottest movie of the year. You know, uh, and it's, SAG it's Award. A musical. It's a musical, uh, but it's a massive. It's a career-making movie. It's like one of those. It's, it's, Hollywood loves its own story. She plays an actress struggling. He plays a handsome jazz pianist, you know, and they get together, I guess. Hollywood loves that kind. And the, and the color's like 1958. It's like fucking cinemascope color. But it, it's a musical, though. Yes. You lost me. I, I Believe me, me and you both. I don't like musicals. I watch thing I like is it. West Side Story. I do hate West Side Story. If you're when a you're jet, a jet, you're a jet no. all the way. If you're a jet, you're a no. douche. <laughs> Stinks. That's horrible. Fucking horrible. Come on, I'll tell you that Maria was a looker. Yeah, exactly. The song was awful. Maria. She was she was hot though. I'm sure I'm not saying her tits were for now. Was that Rita Moreno? I no, that was Natalie Wood. Is it? Wait, was it Natalie Wood? Was Natalie Wood. Who was Thanks. Rita Moreno? She wasn't in that? No, oh, man. I'll kiss you both. I think you're thinking of Greece. She in that? I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> Grease was a good musical. Grease was all right. All right, back to the fight. What about uh, Rizzo, that whore? Oh, my God. A hickey from Kanicki. <laughs> Ooh, like a, like a Hallmark card. I fucking love that. Oh, her, shit. She would wake up and her clit would be out hitchhiking. <laughs> <laughs> she was a whore. She made fun of a... Uh, and you know what's messed up about Grease? It, at the, and, you know, Sandra D was a good girl. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then at the end, he's like, you know, I'm going to try to be a good guy for her. And then she became exactly. a pig. And, yeah, <laughs> she's exactly. dressing all slutty, smoking cigarettes. And he's kissing men on the lips on a plane steps, and she's fucking got frizzy hair. Wait, what? Oh, that's, oh, that's just real life. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's pushing his asshole up in the side there. No! Oh, sorry. I said it wrong. Ah, uh, Broken Arrow? No, you ever see that? Uh, I love John Travolta, but, you know, I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Please, I behave worse during a massage. <laughs> oh, Rizzo. Um, Shevchenko. I got to be honest. I did not. I knew we know she's devastating standing up. I had oh. no idea she was as solid on the ground. I saw Amanda. By the way, I saw Nina. Yeah, they say you know. I'm just letting you know. I ran into a lot of people. I know none yeah. of them asked for me. That really hurts. I saw Joanna. She, she's so she's so cool, man. She's awesome. I'm at the wings and I see her like about, like walking past. She's about to say hello to. She's making like she doesn't see me. Then she goes like she's gonna do like a double leg to me or something. Like ah, <laughs> she's just a cool. She's just a cool chick, man. Yeah. You know, I hope you don't embarrass you. I told her that like oh my 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 radio partner Jimmy Smitten with you. I, I'm sorry. I hope I don't embarrass you. Well, embarrass me. I she said you, she I made said her annoyed because I'm awful looking. You know. All right, Dennis, what's going on, buddy? We get Dennis Bermudez. Oh, wait, wait, really? Hey, what happened? <laughs> Chris, the producer, something happened? wrong? It went to voicemail. I'm going to try again. Oh, 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 we're trying to get him oh, on the phone. Oh. Dice? <laughs> was that dice? <laughs> that was my dice. 
Are you in between jobs and looking to earn some extra money? Of course you are. Do you want to get an extra $500 bonus? Why wouldn't you? Well, we have a gig for you. Lyft, that's L-Y-F-T, is a ride-sharing app, and it lets you be your own boss, pick your own hours, earn up to 1500 bucks a week driving your own car. There are other ride-share apps out there, but Lyft treats their drivers correctly. It's a flexible way to make extra money anywhere, anytime. All you got to do is have a car and a head. You have to have a head. Lyft drivers can make up to $35 an hour, and getting started is just a tap away. You can drive mornings, nights, weekends. Just flip into driver mode and start making money. See right now? That's me making the money sign with my fingers. Plus, Lyft drivers can earn tips right through the app, which a lot of those uh, ride-sharing apps do not let you do. They really add up fast. And you don't have to wait days or weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly once you've made 50 bucks thanks to Easy uh, Express Pay. It adds up. Driving with Lyft is super flexible. It allows you to keep 100% of your tips, and it's always there when you need the extra cash. I know a lot of comedians, actors, performers who have done it because this way you make your own hours and you can go on the audition that you're inevitably you're going to flop on, but you can at least go on it and say that you gave it a shot because show business is obviously not for you. So sign up today, lyft.com slash unfiltered and right now Lyft has a special offer for our listeners you get a $500 new driver bonus after you complete 100 rides within 30 days which is pretty amazing lyft.com slash unfiltered Uh, you can start making extra money and get your $500 new driver bonus limited time only restrictions apply 100 rides in 30 days sounds like a lot that's that's like what three rides a day plus a couple you can't do three rides a day what do you think? What do you, what do you, how long do you think these are? People don't take a lift from Maryland to New York. It's usually a quick one. You'll have a lot more than three a day. Why am I angry? LYFT.com slash unfiltered. Immediately. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interest in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, and go completely online at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's Q-U-I-C-K-E-N loans.com slash unfiltered. An equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org number 3030. Dennis Bermudez is uh, fighting the Korean Zombies. First fight in, Jesus, three and a half years. The fight this weekend. Yeah, I know. But on I Fox Sports sure. 1. That's correct. Thank you. Yes. I actually just took a guess. I don't have the date. <laughs> it's just we have the kidding. date no, on different February. pages. No, 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 but it's on different. Can you put it on the next time? Just on sure. Your, uh, yeah, thank you, but just so I know to do it. You know it. what? He's calling right now, I think. All right. shit together. Hello, Darth, Dennis. Darth Vader. This is Joe's Bar and Grill. You guys prank calling me over here? Who is this? This is Joe's Bar and Grill. It's who now? Dennis. I'm kidding. Oh, oh wait, 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 I want to hear the joke, though. What'd you I, say? Yeah, something grill? Joe's Bar and Grill. Oh, oh okay. Well, you know what? That's not, cr- I mean, dude, I, 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 uh, let's be, I'm a fan of Cooking with the Menace, so I, this, that actually does make sense. You do a YouTube show 
Is this like a regular show, or is this just one that you did one time? No, I I, uh, I did it hard for like six months, and then it kind of it takes a lot, you know. So I'm, now we're just doing like once a month. Uh, now, did you get sick and tired of doing it, or or did you get bored with it, or what, what was the hardest part? Getting guest booked? Um, yeah, to, to get some guests, um, and then it was because I could only do so much inside my kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then uh, you know, and then and just to be creative and stuff like that, and 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 not repeat stuff I've already done and stuff like that, you know? Do you watch all those cooking shows? I never watch them. Just some fucking chef with Asperger's yelling at everybody. I can't, I can't enjoy them. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's fun. I, I think I've watched, like, one. He like, he's a little over the top, you know? I like it because it makes the people uncomfortable. So you like to cook. Is that right, Dennis? You like to cook? I like to cook. I don't like to clean. Nah, nobody likes, no, 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 no self-respecting so, man I, likes to I clean. Together, though, <laughs> unless, you know? unless it's Chris, the producer. He's the only guy I can see that would like to clean. But look, like, <laughs> girls probably like that, right? That they know that you could cook? Yeah. Yeah. I can't cook but, shit. I mean, if you, you were to cook for a girl, like, um, you know, within like the second week, you know, like, oh, holy. Well, okay. Yeah, that, that's definitely a plus when you could cook. Right. Jimmy, I can't cook anything. I, I can't cook either. Are you a married guy <laughs> or are you just dating different girls? No, I've been in a serious relationship for about a year and a half. Oh, okay. Uh, I was watch- I was on your Twitter, and what what did you? Uh, there was a really weird picture of you and some friends. What were you doing crushing zombies? What was that? It's uh, there's a zombie apocalypse place in Deer Park on Long Island. Oh shit! And uh, we did uh, we went in there. It's like um, you have guns and they shoot air, so it has like a little recoil. Um, and uh, I think the zombies they're they're real they're real people. That like you know, it's pretty much like walking through a haunted house, and then if you shoot them, they must have something on their chest that vibrates, or whatever, and they like will fall down in a dramatic zombie way, like <laughs> it, is, dark and shit. Is it paintball? Is this is this by the oh, uh, the outlets but, over there, Dennis? Yeah, it's right there by the Tanger Outlet. Oh shoot! All right, I go there sometimes with the with the with the it family. I've seen that. I've seen where that is. A little off. Wait, so it's not like, it's not paintball, but you said they might feel a little vibration. Do you think they just hear the gun and fall down like when, like, if, like if they're it, an it uncle could, and a kid it, shot at them? It could be, because it's pretty close quarters, you that's, know? That's pretty, is it fun or what? How is that thing? I've seen yeah, that place. We, um, so on my uh, YouTube channel, Manistube, we filmed it, so it'll be out this week. Oh, I'm going to check that out. How long did it take you to go through? I love haunted houses. I'm 48, and I love a good haunted house. <laughs> Fucking rules. It's it's pretty good. I mean, I tell you what, a few times they like come out of certain corners. I'm like, ah, you motherfucker! Like that's good. <laughs> well, that's in my hood, man. I'm gonna like go check that out. How long? How long? Yeah. How long is it? Like an hour to go through or no? Um. Well, I mean, it depends on how fast you go. It's you know they say they say like you run through it, it'd be like 15 minutes. Um. It took us 20 minutes. But yeah, around 25 minutes, something like that. Yeah, you're a big video game guy. I, know, I, I like Twitch. So many people have these Twitch accounts. Is that where everybody can just kind of watch you play video games? Yeah. So I mean, I just, I just uh, kind of came across it this this past year through kind of one of my sponsors and stuff like that. And it's like, um, it's pretty much like you have your own like television show, but you're playing video games. You know, so like working out the kinks of being like entertaining and stuff like that while playing video games. Sometimes I'm just getting to the game, and my friends like, "Yo, dude, you got fucking talk." I'm like, ah. Are people seeing yeah. your face or the game or both? Yeah, so it's it, it's both. So it's almost like you know when you do FaceTime someone or Skype someone, it's like you see them in the big picture. That'd be the video game, and then you see me in the little corner, kind of like you see yourself. 
that makes sense. Wow. I'm sorry, Jimmy. What, what, now, listen, I just recently got back. I was telling Jimmy, too, because I'm proud of it. I just got back into my Xbox, and I play, you know, I put okay. the kids to sleep. I, you know, I, I have no time. You know, I got three kids. I got no time for these long, like, um, adventure games and stuff, like, right. uh, you know, like those EverQuest-type games. But I'll tell you, I, I've been playing some Call of Duty. I knocked the rust yeah. off my Call of Duty game, and uh, I got some Halo. What, what, what games do you play? Yeah, I play. Uh, I play Call of Duty. I've got uh, this other game, Battlefield, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's um, it takes place in World War One, and uh, so like Call of Duty is like uh, like six on six or something like that, or like eight on eight or something like yeah. that. This this Battlefield One is sixty four people versus sixty four people. Uh, and then you could drive tanks and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I love this. Shit. Do you like playing with other teammates like that? I would hate that. Well, yeah, because I'm not very good. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Why are you not my back? You got me killed, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that's funny. I told I told uh, Jimmy one time, I, uh, I I got called in. I played with um, Joe Lazone, is a big gamer. And I played uh-huh. with him. I played with him and his friends, like, online. And I just got you to jump right out after a game because I suck so bad. And they're just, like, killing everybody. They're probably like, yo, yeah, Joe, yeah. who's your scrub friend? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm ashamed. <laughs> Ready for this? I was playing... Um, Probably like close to a year ago, I was playing with your boy Gian and Stipe. Okay. Okay. Those two are complete nerds. They had a crew of like, like it was, I was, they're like, ah, we got to kick one of our buddies out so you can play with us. I'm like, yeah? Like, all right. And they're like, Dennis, they go over here by the garage. I'm like, what fucking garage? I'm like, like yeah, they yeah, were yeah. complete assassins. I think no. Stipe won like 33 and won the one game. I was like, dude, get a fucking life. That's a ster- I know, right? You did, they, they might feel it. <laughs> They feel like they're the winners, but they're really not. That's they don't funny. have kids. <laughs> That's true. I don't understand like why you guys do it because like, a guy like me, I I don't know what it's like to fucking hit somebody and feel like I'm mad. Like you guys know what that's like, so you don't yeah. need to play the video game. That this is mo- meant for people like me who have no <laughs> idea what it's like to be you. Well, so a lot of people when I go on my stream, they're like play play UFC. I'm like, dude, I do not want to play UFC. Nothing. I mean, it's a good game. It's just that's what I really do every day, all day. So the thing is with video games is I want to do some shit that like I can't do in real life. So in Call of Duty, oh, like, uh, give me a sick gun, let me run on the wall and shoot a guy in the head. I can't do that in real life. Okay, so I should play a game called Healthy Relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> do you do you shoot in real life? Do you do you uh, do you have a li- uh, pistol license? I don't have a pistol license. I would like to get into guns. Uh, I've got a little theory on guns. You know, it's, I think. Uh, I, I kind of relate it to like religion. My, my my theory for having guns is kind of like religion, and it's so like you pray, you pray, you pray, you die, you go to heaven, and then God's there. Like you're glad you prayed, you know. You don't pray, you die, and then like you find out, like, oh shit, like now I'm going to hell. Now with having guns, I have guns. You have guns. Nothing happens. Cool. I had guns. I had fun with them. You have guns. Shit hits the fan. And we get invaded, or like zombie apocalypse happens. You're glad you have fucking guns. So you're basically saying the old expression: better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Clarence. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's from True <laughs> Romance. I thought that was from True Romance. No, it's just an old. Uh, it is an old saying, though. Yeah, when you got kids, though, it makes it trickier. Yeah, <laughs> not to be mm. a downer. I know it's a downer because it's a good. No, not kids, but I'm saying like I get worried with having shit around when it's. Oh, you don't want to have something. Yeah, around. yeah. You always hear these horrible stories. Sure. You know. But, uh, hey, forget about all that. Let's talk about what's going on this weekend. I am, uh, yeah. Super really Bowl, like- dude. What is it? 
Oh yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, that's why you're on. Oh. That's why he's the cornerback for the Patriots. <laughs> you are fighting uh, the Korean Zombie. That is Saturday night. Where is this fight again? I don't have that. Uh, Houston. In, in Houston, he hasn't fought. In th- His last fight was uh was uh, uh fought Aldo, and he had uh, obviously a shoulder injury, and and it was you know a, a stoppage. But you know he popped his shoulder. Um, so what do you, what are you expecting from uh, him this weekend? I'm looking to throw him onto his shoulder again. Oh, you want to just put him right back down? <laughs> I actually heard he had double shoulder shoulder surgery. Um, Say okay. that five times fast. Right? Is that why he was supposed <laughs> to fight again in 2014? Is that what was that the injury that he could not fight? I have I I I'm un, unsure, but that's what I was told. Oh, okay. That maybe that is it. So, so are you actually going to go after that? I mean, if I sure, I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to. Punch him and stuff like that, and kick him and stuff. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, yeah, we know never to ask a guy Whatever their game comes, plan. You know, what are you expecting from him? Let's just say that we we can't ask you what your game plan is because why would you tell us? It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm expecting is, I mean, I, I don't think because I think Matt could attest to this too because I'm, I'm sure there's a, there was a little bit of here time after Matt retired where he was like, man, there's certain things I miss, and you know, he he probably felt a little hunger or a thirst or maybe thought about coming back a little bit. And I think that's probably what happened with him is, is sometimes if I'm not in the gym for, you know, a week or two weeks, I'm like, man, I thought, I need to, I need to like, like my, I just felt like, like pulling on my girlfriend and just like, you know, like kind of like grappling with her. She's like, leave me alone. I'm like, I just <laughs> need to, I need to grab somebody and like get antsy, force them to do things, you know? Um, so I'd imagine he built a, a, like a hunger and a thirst to get back and do it and get in there and get after it again. So, I'm expecting a, a a real hungry zombie here. Um, I guess oh the Korean zombie, yeah, I, I think so too. But I, you wonder if there's going to be any ring rust, after, and whether it's true. We've heard from different fighters it exists. We've heard it does not exist. Uh, for you, is it something that does exist? And sorry, we got a little distracted, so we just poked their head in and said hello. We don't know who it is. <laughs> oh, no, no good. Somebody okay. goes, this guy um, just walks in and gives a thumbs up to yeah, Jimmy. He looked like Scatman Crothers right before Nicholas yeah. hit him with the axe. <laughs> what the fuck in, just in, happened? In the shiny. But go ahead. Is anybody home? That's what I, <laughs> We just had a visitor here. Dennis. Sorry. Yeah, so are you, are, you, do you, are you a believer in ring rust or do you know? No. Um. Yeah, I think, I think it's a real thing. You know? Is, uh... But I mean, I think everyone's different, though. I think some people affects other people more than others, you know. And uh, obviously, you're ranked number nine right now. Uh, so, where do you think you are in the division? As far as I mean, you've already uh, beaten Max Holloway. Um, so let's just say you can't look past this fight. But let's just say you do win this fight for the sake of argument. What do you see next if this fight goes the way you want it to? I want to fight Max Holloway. You want to do that? You want to fight him next? Yeah. That's awesome, man. You should be vocal about that. You're doing it now. But I'm saying, yeah. if this fight goes your way, man, I mean that that's that's a, that's a name to call out, and you do have a W over him, man, and that that's something for sure alone that should give you a lot of confidence, man, knowing that you beat this guy that's that's been on a tear lately. Yeah, because we, um, I was speaking with my manager, and um, before I had this fight lined up, we were trying to get that fight just because 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 they Pettis and, and Holloway fought for the interim title, you know, yeah, and. Uh, me having a win over Holloway, that gives us, that, that's a story right there. Uh, Pettis was only the Wheaties boy. You know what I mean? He beat one guy in the division, and then they're going to give him the fight, you know? 
So, I mean, my main thing is to get my followers up, I guess, right? <laughs> On what, Twitter, Instagram? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Something. All the social media, I guess. Well, dude, Dennis, listen, man. I've been around you some, dude. You're a Long Island guy. I think you're a funny guy. I think you should be vocal, man, like you're doing now. Yeah. Let them know, yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. You're a humble dude, because I, sometimes I think you're maybe even too humble, man. You get on that mic. Let them know, Dennis the Menace. Let them know what you want. The last two times I got on the mic after a fight and called someone up, didn't work. Well, you know, if you win, though, there's a couple other... I, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining just by the guys who are ahead of you... Uh, in the rankings that you would have to fight once more before getting a shot at Holloway, even though it is a good story. Like, I, I like the idea of you guys fighting a rematch, but uh, I, I'm imagining they would put you with one more, you know, against one more person. I mean, you got Rodriguez ahead of you, Jeremy Stevens, Cubs. Rodriguez is ahead of me? Only by two. Or no, one. He's number eight, you're number nine. Okay, only by one. And it's just because he's just... shit. <laughs> uh, that's right. I mean, hey. That's right, Dennis. Get mad. Get mad, Dennis. <laughs> I don't pay. I don't pay attention to that. I don't. The rankings are bullshit. Really. Yeah. I didn't um, mean to upset you. I was just pointing it out because I was just, you know. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't know that. I was wondering why people were like, "Hey, do you want to fight him?" I'm like, "Dude's below me. What the fuck? Why do I want to fight this fucking guy?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, this is awesome, enough. man. Hey, listen. It's great that you're. You know, this is the main event. You're main eventing. Yeah. I mean, how does that feel? The main event. <laughs> and Houston, Texas. You know, listen. For short um, Long Islanders, Houston, Texas is a lucky place. Let me tell you right now. All right, I like it. It's where I won the title. I'm not. I'm not bringing it back to me, Dennis. I'm just saying it's okay. good luck for us out there, Dennis. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. Hey, you mentioned I saw on your again your Twitter feed, which I was enjoying. Why were you in the Baseball Hall of Fame? What were you doing there? I was. I went to the uh, the Albany fight, UFC fight night, at Albany, and um, because I'm I'm from uh, I'm originally from upstate. You know, um, they wanted to just go shoot that. And I was like, sure, let's go. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> Do you want the honest truth? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, I mean, no, I mean, it was cool, you know what I mean? But like baseball is not really my, my cup of tea. Oh, okay. A little boring yeah. for me. Hey, let I me played baseball you. when I was in like uh, third, fourth grade only because all my friends were and I had no one to hang out with. You know, while they had their baseball games. You know, I played baseball too as a kid. I was in Little League. I, I, I'm like a nervous tick guy. I blink a lot. I'm a fucking weird dude. And I remember <laughs> yeah. I was in the outfield. I was playing for Young's Glass Service. And I'm in right field, of course, because that's where all the best players went. And I would have this nervous tick where I would spin once to the right for some reason. And it just, I would spin in a total circle to the right. And I'm doing it in the outfield. And from the dugout, my fucking coach goes, hey, Jimmy, what are you, a ballerina? <laughs> it's the most humiliating Still, moment. It stayed with you. Dude, it stayed with you to this day. That was 36 years oh, ago. Oh, that son it's, of I, a It's the bitch. first thing I think of every morning. I hope your coach is dead now. No, I had to answer him literally. Right. No. <laughs> Humiliating. What I think of when I played baseball was I was out in left field. So I had I had wheels, you know, but I wasn't like a real skilled player, and I had to go to the bathroom really bad. What do you do? We can relate to that. What do I do? Well, if I'm in left field, I probably go to the fence and I just whip my dick out. I just pissed myself. <laughs> oh, that's so. That's a different take. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. That well, wasn't... I mean, what, I, I'm in third grade. I got yeah. fucking pee, and I'm like, listen, it's not like I was just like. I tried to hold it for fucking ever. Yeah, you're a kid. And it was, yeah. Good thing I had black baseball pants on, so you sure you couldn't really fucking. Nah, uh, they didn't know. That was just thinking. You yeah. just say your your sweat smells. Did weird. it show? But uh, no. Well, they were black, you know, and they had they were like um, they um, the material was like almost the same texture throughout. So it's like 
I know what you're saying. You couldn't see moisture on the pants. Is where I'm trying to. So when you got back to the uh, the bench, nobody smelled it or saw it. I mean, I was I didn't say anything to anybody, you know. I didn't. Yeah, Jimmy, you don't. Wait, gotta, Jimmy, well, no, but somebody Jimmy. would say something. I would say something if I came back. If I was sitting next to a guy on the bench and he had piss on himself, it's all I do is talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I probably did the thing, you know, like if you, if you uh, you smelt it, you dealt it. I was probably like, hey, you guys smell that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 what the fuck is going on over here? The best thing to do is spill water on yourself as soon as you get back. Like you draw, oh fuck, I got water all over myself. <laughs> I might have did that. Would, you, would your coach that. do that thing? They would always test for a cup where they would take the bat and they would hit you in the dick with the baseball bat lightly. Did your coach ever test like that? Nah. Oh, it was just my coach. So. My coach is the only one that would take me to his uh, yeah. ride in his car and do that. <laughs> Jimmy, okay. Jimmy's coach would check his front, <laughs> check his, his back. <laughs> No, he would always tap you with the bat. There's not a cup back there, a coach. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Jimmy, you don't need this to is the run. beginning of your. This is how it all started, Jimmy. I think we're we're breaking. Yeah. No, but he would line us up, and he just it was a light tap, but he yeah. would just do that, and you knew you better have your cup on. Or you're going to get hit in the you dick. Better, with a, yeah, a, a you better, yeah. You get hit in the dick. He's having flashbacks. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and obviously, sports were not good memories for me. Humiliated. No, so, uh, hey, when you fought, dude, and I know you've covered this before, but I'm curious if there's any follow up. Uh, where you 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 were uh, you had a girlfriend you were living with and you wound up raising like it wasn't your child. Did, was there any follow up right. with that? Did you ever see her again, or how did that ever work out? Um, I had to see. So once I found out the kid wasn't mine, how did you find out? Um, I thought, what's up? How did you find out? I was living with my my cousin at the at the moment. She had a house. I was you know because I, I lived with my grandma and my mom was fucking really sucking. And I was and this is in Amish country, Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm 22 years old. This is, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with this like crazy woman who like, if I didn't, cause anytime I didn't agree with her, she'd be like, all right, well, let's go to the courts. Oh, okay. You know, we, you know, and then you give me child support that way. I'm like, ah, okay, okay. Whatever you want. You know, so I was making $125 a week at UPS and I was giving her 150 bucks a month. So I'm like, geez, you know, so, um, so I was living with my cousin and, and I just did the, um, the test where they send you the kit, you swab my mouth, I swab the kid's mouth, put it back in the kit, send it back to the lab, and then I send an email. Oh, wow. So wait, so the whole time your girlfriend was pregnant, everything you thought it was your child? She was, hang on, I, I like to consider myself a little pimp, which backfired. <laughs> um, she was never my, she, was, she wasn't my girlfriend when, yeah. uh, when we had the hookup. You know, she uh, was just, actually, I've, I've known her for a long time, and she's uh, a, was from the town my mom lives in, yeah. you know. She's kind of came over. She was coming through my college, like, "Hey, you want to want to hang out?" You know. So she wasn't cheating on you or anything like that. She was never my girlfriend. It was like a one night yeah. stand. Oh, but when you found wow. out she was pregnant, when did you you find that she was found out she was pregnant? You thought it might be yours when she was seven months. Oh my! Oh man, dude, you must have went through yeah. some stuff there. Like, oh yeah, life changing. I, like, I, I originally was like, "Hey, I would like to get paternity test," and she like wigged out on me, like. Wow. This is how you want to start this? If you ever want to be with me, you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to trust me. I was like, yeah, I guess we are kind of like starting a family here. Like, I guess you know, I'm also like I'm 20 years old at the time, wow. so I'm pretty dumb. So I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. Did you end up knowing the person that 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 the dad? The no. Dad? <laughs> After I found out the kid wasn't mine, I I, you know, I was like, so, so who's the father? You know, via phone or or she's like. He died last fall. I'm like, oh shit! Holy fuck! Isn't that something? Like Matt, let's say, let's say like, you, you've been your wife for how long? If your high school sweetheart died, wouldn't you be like, 
oh, babe, like, yeah, no, the girl I used to date in high school died today. Yeah, Not no, that no. you would like, <laughs> wouldn't that come to the surface a little bit? No, nah, yeah, this is definitely something for Maury Povich, I'll tell you right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. <laughs> they know my ex-girlfriend died because I hit my head on, the... on there, but I would hate if it like wasn't my, it didn't go oh, my way. The audience know? would hate you. Oh, Boo! Hey, Dennis, girlfriend, you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to ask, but if you don't ask, you're a dope. And if you do ask, you're an asshole who doesn't trust her. There's no winning in that situation. Well, he won. Right, right. He, he won. He's good. All right, we got to. Well, then the second the second situation was, um, well, are you going to be in the kid's life or not? I was like, dude, there's no. I instantly hated her just as much as I like loved that kid. Yeah, and it was just like I'm not giving her the power to have control over me anymore. Sure. So if I stay in the kid's life. If I pissed her off, she's like, you know what? You can't see him anymore. So I wasn't going to be able to give her that. Yeah. Back, you know what I'm saying? How long were you were you with the kid until you found out? Like, Two how years. Long? I was bad at Oh, my goodness. That is yeah. that. Hey, man. I feel for you. Oh, listen, see, every, if any, if everything could be so as simple as just fighting in the cage, you realize that? It would, life right. would be simpler. Dennis, we have to wrap up because we got Dana yeah. calling in. Uh, but we got to say, we're, 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 I, I'm a fan, dude. And next time, please come in because we would love to hang with you for the whole yeah. show in studio. Yeah, shit, sure. man. You're right you're in Long Island, guy. dude. You got to come I know. in. UFC I'll fight bring night. Bring in egg sandwiches and we'll kick it. Oh, please do. Uh, UFC 104, uh, Bermudez versus Korean Zombie. It is uh, Saturday, February the 4th from Houston, of course. It's the FS1 main card at 10 o'clock. And uh, good luck, buddy. And oh, oh, one more question. I would be negligent if I didn't ask you this. Because you had mentioned that uh, Dana White should have you as a guest on looking yeah. for a fight with Dana White. And you said that you would be willing to do some crazy shit. We have oh, Dana in two minutes. I so what crazy that. shit would you be willing to do? We'll tell it right to the boss. You, I, I, mean, I didn't I know you watched the show. If the camera, well, dude, I grew up in the jackass era where like, <laughs> I bought a camera and that's what we went out and did. Like, stood in front of trains, like chicken with trains, like, like crazy shit. Pushing porta potties over with like when your buddy's in there, I would if the camera's on and the pressure's on, I'm getting on that bull for sure. Oh, shit. But he wants I to call be iguanas, like fuck it. If the camera's on, I'm rock and roll, man. He's down for anything. No, I, I don't know. I want, I want to know some. I just wanted to have something to give Dana. I'm going to push for you. Well, he said All he's right, going to go in a porta potty, and we're going to push him over. That's true. I, I meant. <laughs> You motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, you brought it up. You did say that, and you're gonna not. I'm not, I'm not being a whoa, prick, whoa, whoa, but I'm gonna use the porta potty first. Porta potty. I pushed it on. I pushed it over on some dope. Oh, well, that's not. I mean, that's what it's that about. Exactly. I'd love to push a porta potty. It was so funny. We pushed it onto the door, so uh, you couldn't get out. Oh, you did that. Oh, that's like actually, and I've I've thought of that before. Being the guy that was trapped in there, I'd probably break out of that thing like the fucking Hulk. Yeah, I'm out. Imagine that. Suck. All right, yeah, we gotta we go. Did, Jimmy's getting hard on. Man. Uh, Dennis, thank you, buddy. <laughs> all right, guys. Good, good luck, man. We'll talk to you soon. All good right? luck, Dennis. Take care. No, all you right. too, man. Peace. That was fun. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. I would love to have him in the studio. <laughs> But I forgot Holy, about that. I read that dude, on that's Twitter. That's a nightmare with that, with the whole thing. Holy shit! No, we have Dana. No, no Dana. <laughs> Sorry, Chris keeps saying we have people we don't. Hey, Chris. I don't. Th- I don't think I am. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Did you drink your coffee, Matt? Do you have any coffee? Do you want some? No, not if you had some. I can't. I it's amazing. I can't drink out of a. Do we have any water, Chris? We had waters, but I don't know where they yeah, are. Yeah, I can get your water. Yeah, I did. I had here. some of my coffee already. To be honest with you. All right. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Should I do a read. Where's the read? Yeah, sure. There we go. Before the boss comes, you I got to do it. Undies. Dennis, will pre- well, let me tell you something about me undies. Oh, by the way, I just got a new shipment of me undies, and don't do that, Jimmy. Oh, there, Jimmy, don't, don't no, put no, your fingers in. Look. What are you doing? Oh, okay. All, All right, right. me undies. 
I just got a little package, a soft package. I would have took. By the way, I would have took your word for it. You know, no, no, but I wanted to show you. I wanted right. to show Chris. What if Dana's listening, I, I wanted Dana to know I'm wearing yeah. proper underpants. I just got a new shipment of them in. I did too. I'm so I'm so excited. I opened it up, and you can tell I put weight on because my little fat tummy is hanging uh, over the sides. Little fucking mushroom bellied idiot. It's winter weight. I suck. Nah, me too. Look, this Valentine's Day, you silly geese, give a gift they can always unwrap again and again and again. Matching underwear from MeUndies. Valentine's Day is near and it's go time for thoughtful gift hunting. MeUndies has you covered with limited edition matching pairs of undies for you and yours. Has Valentine's Day got you stumped? Because you never know what to buy. She's like, I'd like some candy. And in your mind, you're going, but you're a fat pig. <laughs> in your mind, you're saying that you're a fat pig. Anything but candy. I don't want to buy a candy. You're a fat pig. But you can't say gym, that. Gym membership. You can't say, oh. yeah, you can't say gym membership. No, it's raw. They get offended. I want some candy. You can't say, well, you're a big <laughs> fat pig. So you say, look, uh, forget the cliches, honey. I got something that's going to look great on you. And it's going to feel great. Here are some MeUndies. Chris, what are you circling? No, I'm saying there's, I was just pointing at something on the read there. <laughs> you can see, a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's the matter with him lately? I, Chris is the type what of guy. What's the matter with him lately? Um, if you're having, if you were having sex and you're getting close, he's the type of guy that would poke his head in and go, "I can't believe they're not letting the refugees in." Get <laughs> <laughs> the timing of diarrhea on the ninth <laughs> inning. Hold on a second. Fancy dinners and chocolate last <laughs> night. Flowers last a week. This year. Give the gift of looking great and feeling great every day with the world's most comfortable underwear. Dana won't be mad if we're doing a live read and we're playing with it. He won't be mad if we're a minute late because we're doing a live read. He'll understand. Dana's a big guy on getting the bills paid. Uh-huh. Is he on the phone, Dana? No. Okay. Uh, heads up. Valentine's Day is February the 14th. We all know that. Don't panic, you silly geese. All kidding aside, get your heart on. Okay, eh? keep it clean. And show some love oh. with MeUndies okay. matching undies. Um, MeUndies are the perfect gift for you and yours this holiday, Valentine's Day. Of course, they are unbelievably soft. They come in limited edition prints. They know that you're special someone and you both deserve a special fabric, which is why their underwear is made exclusively out of Modal, which is really three times softer than cotton. I'm not kidding. I am wearing them. They are phenomenal underwear. I love doing reads for these because they are a product I genuinely enjoy. They have a special limited time Valentine's Day underwear, which means you and your uh, Valentine can match. And yes, it's as cute as it sounds. This is what you're going to do. You're going to look at each other. She's going to look at your nice package because your package looks great in these. And she's going to go, tee hee hee. And you're going to go, let's have sex. And she's going to go, okay. Why didn't you get me chocolates? And you're going to go, because you're a hot pig. And it's going to slip out. <laughs> For some reason... Your MeUndies aren't a pa- perfect match. First of all, your relationship is garbage. And they're going to give you your money back and let you keep the first pair. So you can lose the fat girl you're dating and you can get nice underwear for free. They're not going to ask for anything. There's no refund uh, on a bad fancy dinner. No refund. No refund. I said it wrong. Refund. They offer free shipping and, of course, for a limited time, listeners on this show yeah. get 20% off their first order. But you got to go to MeUndies.com slash UFC. Mm. With the MeUndies Better Day Guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. So don't wait any longer. Go to MeUndies.com slash UFC. Right now, for 20% off your first order, they are, they are honestly really, really comfortable. That's MeUndies.com slash UFC. I wear them all the time. I love them, and I got three new pairs. And the, which, which, which pattern do you think I have on right now, Matt? I'm not, I'm not trying um, to be weird. What would you say uh, these are? Is Dana on the phone? His, Dana? Chris keeps saying we have Dana. He's taking his pants down. These are... 
They are. They look like modern art. What is that? It's, it's like graffiti. graffiti. It's like graffiti. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have the they're gray nice, ones though. on right now. They're very Let me see the gray ones. Oh, come on. Did I, this, did, what, did I sign on for this? You certainly did. God damn it. Like slate gray. Uh, oh. I don't like slate gray. Right. I like the color fun ones. My fat stomach. Little muffin top. Yeah, and boy. by the way, and by the way, what was with that guy? Can we get a lock on the door? I don't. That was, what the uh, hell he's was the guy that? that does sort of like. Uh, we know this guy. I, I've seen him before. He's he like a maintenance guy around here. Yeah. So but I don't know why he popped in. If anybody, know, if, anybody if, us. if anybody ever seen The Shining, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I say. It looks like Scatman Crothers before Nicholson yeah, put an axe on him. Older black gentleman. Yeah. The door opens up behind me, <laughs> and. I'd look and there's this guy just giving a thumbs up and a big smile to Jimmy. He goes, you like ice cream, Doc? Uh, I, didn't be, I guess he survived that axe to the belly. Yeah. Is anybody home? Scatman <laughs> still has his winter coat guy on. I went there for the hero. would be a hero. He's got an axe to the belly. My favorite part of The Shining is when fucking Scatman Crothers is laying there. He's looking <laughs> over his toes and he's got that fucking 1970s velvet naked lady painting and she's got the big afro. Remember that? Maybe I'm, I watched The Shining too closely too many times. Yeah, sure. yeah, I guess I remember. Sure. I love when the the bunny rabbit or the bear, the guy in the bear outfit is blowing the guy in the tux. Yeah, I, I knew you'd like that part. So, but so weird. What was that about? Chong, chong, and they zoom in on it. I know, and the guy's really like scary. looking at the door, and the guy's dressed up like a dog. They were freaky back yeah, then. Yeah, it really was. Cool. Uh, all right, Chris has got Dana. Dana, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> oh, sorry, no? He is work. He's walking to the studio. Right okay, now, so Chris, uh, Chris keeps indicating that we have the boss. So I went out with Dana the other day. We had a good time, man. I didn't Threw like down a couple. And your, and your buddy, Nick Swatson, was I hanging know. out. I love Nick Swatson. Did you get a text from him? Uh, yes. Right? It was what a nice was picture. Was he, was, he, was he biting my head or something? Hold on. Can I see the picture? Don't don't put up a cock picture. Please. No, no, no. I would Wait, not. Can we be mature about this? I would not do that. Nah, you don't have to be mature, but seriously, I'm don't not. put up another cock pic. He always makes me look at weird shit. Yeah, there's a couple of them. I, I oh, look at that. Say? <laughs> See, I, I, I name drop. I go, you know Jim Norton? No, because I, I, met, I met Nick before. He wrote, love nice you, me and Matt Sarah. He's a good boy, Nick. He's a friend of mine <laughs> for 15 you. years. Let me see the picture. That's what he did. He was, he was saying how long he knew you. I figured you guys would know each uh, other. Oh, yeah, Nick's a really good but, guy. Uh, <laughs> By the way, Dana put out a gif of fucking Nick eating and it's like him dancing and it's yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen. It's so disturbing. <laughs> what is it? What is Can that? you show him, Chris? Yeah, I, I want to it, see it. It, it. It's like, a, is it a gif? Is there sound to it? Because I didn't hear any sound. I th- No, I think it's just like one of those uh, like quick motion. <laughs> it's the most upsetting thing I've ever seen. What a good time though. I had a good time. Where'd you eat a steakhouse? Out. No, we went out to, uh, I don't know where this place was. It was like it was weird, man. These places now. There was a, it was like a, it was a bar. It wasn't a big place, and it was like library books. It is. I understand like people reading books now. How upsetting and, is that? That's it's cra- the worst that's actually, thing ever. That's very I, upsetting. I think that's great. It is great, but it upsets me. <laughs> Why does that upset? you? I don't you? like it. He looks like he's having fun. I know because it doesn't end. It doesn't. It just keeps repeating. I, I, know, I know that can make you crazy. It's really upsetting. I no, wish but I, I didn't know. Like I didn't know. Like in bars now, people read books like these yuppies. They don't. They, call them. they don't. I'm like, no. This this kid is sitting there reading a book. I'm like, what the? Because he's trying to look different and I'm smart. Like, oh, he's a douche. Wow. I go. The music doesn't bother you, guy. Like I'm thinking. No. Did he know? did he tell the truth and go? This is only for my image. I'm not and it's really so, reading. It's so crazy in Denver too. But oh, I don't know what the fuck that guy was doing. I thought they were fake books. I'm like, oh, well, look at this. Oh, I got the design. Oh wait, no, they're real books. I go, where are we here? Where are we? In a library with a fucking DJ? But uh, anyway, I didn't go too crazy because I had the corner the next day. I just had a, a, yeah, drink, yeah, a couple you of drinks. Understand. Oh, you went out on Friday. Well, I had a couple of drinks and then some some dirty hippie comes over. No, no, the guy was a nice guy. It's crazy in Denver, man. The, the, it, it, the, the are there things to do there when you're dead? 
I let, let me tell you that that's Ray Longo's favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. He keeps telling me to watch it. I can never. Christopher get Walken it. is very good in that. Is he in that? I think he I, is. I just, it felt like a B movie to me. I know Alex Garcia is in it, and and this, I think Chris Walken. No, no, it's uh, yeah, he is. Shit in a bag. I can't do it. I don't know. Walken. Yeah, I can't do it either. And it's I a, thought that's like one of your best impressions, the Chris. Oh Walken. yeah, yeah. I was just trying to be humble, so so Matt would say yes, you can. And then I would have done it, but oh, Matt didn't I'm take sorry. Oh, you know why? Because I try to do it. You want to do, do it? it? I'll do nah, my walk in. Oh, he's got a yellow shirt. Oh, <laughs> fucking home run. <laughs> Stop it. That's good. <laughs> oh come on, I'm terrific. Uh, Almonds. Oh, <laughs> everything is oh. <laughs> of course. No good. Do the, do the speech from a uh, tr- true romance. I don't do that. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Was Dennis? Uh, what's his name? Not Bermudez. Dennis Hopper. Oh, Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Bermudez. No, we're he was gonna, not in. Dennis, not Dennis do, Bermudez was not in True Romance. We're not going to do that scene. But that's a, that that movie's a sleeper. If anybody, <laughs> I'll do that for a movie minute. Do you know in that scene? I've hung out with the guy. There's a guy in that. James Gandolfini's in that scene. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. James Gandolfini is. He got, a, uh, he got a bed from uh, from Alabama in that movie. Oh uh, yes, Alabama he did. Alabama Hurley gave Wonderful. him a fucking beating. And there's a guy named Paul. I forget his last name. He was also in. You ever see The Wire? He was in season two. <gasps> Never he played seen it. one of the guys. Can you go for the uh, the Paul something, who was also uh, God? He, and he, you're saying he was in True Romance? Yes, he was in that scene. He plays the uh, little. He's one of the Italian guys. Oh, da, da, Vincenzo, Don Vincenzo. He couldn't speak English. Ah, and he's such a good actor. About. He's in everything. I know who you're talking about. I do. Uh, he he's comes, like got fading hair. Like his yeah. hair black. And he comes to the comedy cellar. Oh, Paul, 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 Paul Bates. Paul, no, not Paul Bates. Oh. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ridicule you. Oh, you were about to throw something at <laughs> I didn't, him. It was a kiss. All right. Paul something. Paul Ben Victor? Yep, Paul Ben Victor, exactly. Oh. And I've t- I saw him at the comedy cell. And I'm like, why would, the, the, to be in, you understand the scene you were in. That's one of the best scenes in movie history. Amazing. The music in the background. He knew, he knew he was going to die. And he had that, la- Dennis Hopper. <sighs> he just wanted to give one last just dig at it. He him. wanted it to be quick too. Oh, it was so. Uh, what a scene! Uh, what a movie! And how good? What is a it? what a movie, Chris? Yes, sir. True romance. Oh. Ready? Oh. No, because this is too. We gotta. We to- no, well, hold on. Come on, Chris. I'm, I'm really the not finger. prepared. Oh God! Can the guy help me out? Movie minute. Hello. All right, this will be both me and Jimmy talking about I think Dana's about to sit Oh, man, you I don't know. We don't have to interrupt. Hey, boss, how are you? Hey, what's up, boys? Oh, hi, Dana. <laughs> We're going to get back to that after. I'm excited. That Matt's the upset. He phone. was just about to talk about true romance. He was no. all geared up to talk about it, too. It's, it's an old the movie. movie? Yes. Oh, it's a great movie. Oh, you see that? It is a great How come it movie? sounds like he's in studio? This is great. Just ISDN. I am in studio. Oh, well, oh, look at this. That's why I'm late. That's why I'm late. <laughs> you had to walk in the studio? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, how are you, buddy? Uh, Haven't talked to you in a while. Good. How are you guys doing? I got a funny story for you, Matt. So yeah, you know, you know, you know, we did looking for a fight in Maine, right? Yes. So you know my cousin Steve that takes care of everything up there. Good man. Yeah. Calls calls me today. Says that show is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, Apparently, he's... there's like no trespassing signs on my property, and his number is the number to call. He is getting blown up with people that want to oh. come over and ride go karts and. <laughs> I thought of that, man. Like, like it's really a, uh, like it's really a a, a, a Disneyland, like you call it. <laughs> you might have to charge some t- money for tickets, dude. That's kind of messed. Yeah. Wait, a phone number showed up on the show that didn't get taken out. No, no, no. So if you go to where my property is, and there's no trespassing signs on the place, and there's a number to call, 
And that's that's my cousin Steve's cell phone number. So everybody who's listening in Maine, go get that number and terrorize this fucking guy. Oh, Call him. Call Steve he's all not, day, every day. I love not, it. He's not going to make you any more moonshine, though. Don't worry, watch out <laughs> for that. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, the worst is not just calling him. It's the photos they can text. That's really bad news. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy's that's getting ideas. <laughs> so they didn't blur out the phone number. Okay. Um, no, no. You If you go to my property... Because listen, oh, Maine is a yeah. Maine, Maine is a small place. If you go there, there's no trespassing signs, and his number is on the sign. That's the number to call. Um, why? Yeah. Why Maine? Because you you grew up in Boston, right? Yeah. Well, no, I I grew up in in Vegas, but I I, I lived in Boston. We we moved out of uh, out of Massachusetts when I was in third grade, and we came to Vegas. But I bounced back and forth for summers, and my grandparents and a lot of my cousins on my dad's side live up in uh, Maine. And uh, we we used to have a blast up there. I mean, ask Matt. It sounds crazy, but it's he's amazing. Like, he's like the mayor over there. You ever see that scene in Roadhouse when the guy's just driving all over the road, like singing that Frank Sinatra song? No, you haven't seen that, I Jimmy. Never, I don't remember. You Road gotta House. see Roadhouse. But anyway, he's like the Dana's like the mayor over there. No, what a what a good time that was. We should do another show from there. It's an incredible place. You yeah. don't strike me as the outdoorsy type. Are you an outdoorsy person? Uh, I didn't know it. I'm, I'm, I'm the <laughs> outdoorsy. I'm the sissy outdoorsy type. We got a lot of nice stuff up there. Oh, okay. you know, I am not the outdoorsy type. I, I don't get tents and camp outside. Hey, camping to me is a place that doesn't have room service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my idea of roughing it is the same thing. I really, I've really become a prima donna with hotels and travel. I, I don't rough it well at all anymore. My cousin that takes care of it, my cousin Steve, my cousin David take care of everything up there for me year round. They take care of all my stuff. So b- basically, whatever we go to do, let's say we're going to shoot guns that day. We're partying, hanging out, listening to music, doing whatever we're doing. We drive to the place. These two cops from Bangor, the, all the guns are laid out. They're loaded. We shoot them, have fun. We get back in the cars and we leave. That, that's, that's what we right. do. You know what I mean? Do you- I, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. Yeah, I'm not either, man. I, I I wouldn't mind going shooting or something like that or target practice. I just get uncomfortable in those situations because I'm not good. I'm not outdoorsy. It's it's just I feel Me like too. it's horrible, right? You're around real men and you're like, oh, this sucks. I'm not outdoorsy. <laughs> hey, the only time I touch those fucking guns is when the police guys are there with me. I pick them up, I aim them, I shoot them, and I put them back down and let them handle them. I don't mess around with that stuff. Yeah. I'm not a huge gun guy either. No, as Dana, Dana I love guns. I just you don't see me messing around with them. That's dangerous. Dana, did you see Tito's uh, fight versus Chael Sonnen? It was my first Bellator. Oh, there my you first go. First Bellator event. Yeah, you're, you're, I, I thought you were going to say my first and last Bellator. No, my first Bellator <laughs> yeah. event. Uh, yeah, I watched it, and uh, you know, listen, that's both guys are forty something years old. You know, yeah. it was basically a retirement fight. You know. Um, and a lot of people, I think, were calling it a fix. There's no way. So here's one of the things people don't realize about Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz is strong as – I mean, this fucking guy is so strong. He put me in a neck crank one time and almost popped my fucking head off my shoulder. <laughs> right. Th- this guy is physically very strong. And I think his ground game is very underrated because Tito would always, uh, you know, get that top position to ground and pound people. And, uh, you know, Chael hasn't – I don't think Chael has fought or won a fight since 13, 2013, in that yeah. ballpark somewhere. You know, and, and, and he's 40. You take Tito's 41. You take that much time off. And that's what a fight's going to look like. You know <laughs> what I mean? When, when, this is a young man's game. This, this isn't an old man's game. It's a young man's game. 
there's a couple of freaks uh, that, that have been around that could do it, you know, longer than they should have. Uh, Dan Henderson is one of those guys. Yeah. But, uh, Couture yeah, was one I, of those guys. I, I, there, there's, there's no way in hell that was a work. No, I didn't think it was a work either. But I'll tell you Listen, right I'd now. Listen, lo- I'd yeah. love to come on here and shit all over Bellator, yeah, but sure. <laughs> there's no way that was a work. Nah, yeah. yeah, I definitely didn't didn't think it was a work. First of all, that'd be very difficult to try to pull off no matter what. I mean, uh, and not, not for nothing, I think uh, Chael... When there's, it's easy to find a, a way out of there. In other words, you know, that thing, whether it was on super tight or not, he's probably like, all right, I'm in here long enough. <laughs> well, the <laughs> thing you got to remember, too, Matt, is that, uh, it, you know, he he's a good wrestler. Never was Chael some big jujitsu fucking, you know, not yeah. a, some big jujitsu guy. And when, when Tito Ortiz is cranking your fucking head off. Oh, yeah, man. You know, you're 40 fucking years old and yeah. you just had a kid and, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, it, it's... Maybe yeah. I should tap out here. Not for sure. And the way Chael is, he'll just talk about the next fight, and he'll have something ready when if he loses. But eh, it is what it is. But yeah, I didn't think it was a fake either. No, no, not at all. I can't. Plus, Chael is so verbal. I can't see Chael ever ever taking a dive and not talking about it. I just can't see him doing that. <laughs> we, yeah, right. We uh, and we haven't talked to you, Dana, since uh, since Ronda's fight with Amanda. So, and again, she, I, to my knowledge, has not done a lot of press. Um, what, what is the status of that? Because you know, it's it, funny you asked me that today. I literally just talked to her this morning oh, on the way to the gym. Interesting. And uh, she, uh, you know, she's good, man. Her spirits are good. She's doing her thing. You know, uh, in the conversation that I had with her, if I had to say right here, right now, and again, I don't like saying right here, because sure. you know, it's up to her and her thing. But I wouldn't say she fights again. I, I I think she's probably done. Oh wow, that's I think interesting. she's going to ride off into the sunset and start living her life outside of fighting. And and I got to be honest too, because she's still very young and she still obviously can fight. Is this like a headspace thing where somebody feels they're invincible and then they get into a headspace where they're not, and it's hard to gain back whatever it was that made them that fighter mentally? It's not even that I think it was an invincible thing. It's just she's so competitive that. Um, you know, her, her her career, her record meant everything to her. And then once she lost, she started to say to herself, what the fuck am I doing? I, I This is my whole life. This is it. I, I want to experience and start doing other things, I think. And that's what she started to do. And, you know, she's got a lot of money. She's never going to need money again. Because, um, first of all, unless you spend money like crazy, uh, unless you spend money like Floyd, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you're, you're not going to need money again. Uh, when you have the kind of money that Rhonda has, so she's not a big spender. She's got a, a cute place down in uh, in uh, Venice, California, and you know she's got some plans where she. I think she she wants to move to you know to to a, a more desolate place and and do her thing. So I'm happy for her, man. She came in, she changed she changed the world. She she she, she put female fighting on the map. She's been part of the biggest fights in the history of women's fightings. Uh, of women fighting, and I, I hope I hope those records can be broken. I don't know if they can, but I hope they can. Yeah, and she really did. She put it on the map. I mean, she opened the door for so many of these fighters and, and so many of these amazing matchups that we're seeing uh, are, are all because and little of the girls, Little girls that didn't think they could. That's right. But now, no, they can. So she sounded okay when you talked to her and kind of at peace oh, with she's things. she's great. In a real good place. Yep, very good. That's awesome. Did you think the criticism of her coach was fair? Um, yeah, nobody was criticizing him when she was winning, right? you know, when she was winning, nobody criticized him. But, uh, you know, after her last two losses, 
Listen, that's between her and him. That you know, um, people are like, "Oh, she should fire." Everybody's a fucking expert, man. Right. Everybody's an expert. When she was winning, nobody was expert and saying, "Hey, you know, I think she should be looking at a different coach than this guy." But when she loses, that's what everybody says. Well, thank you for that because uh, you know that's definitely breaking news. Um, and what do you think of uh, Shevchenko now possibly fighting Amanda Nunez? I guess that's got to be the next fight. Yeah. No, she looked great, man. Let me tell you what, I'm pretty sure everybody on the planet thought that if that fight stayed standing, um, Shevchenko wins the fight. If it went to the ground, Pena wins by submission. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I was was shocked at that. She showed that night that she is a very well-rounded mixed martial artist and that she's ready for a title fight. That's actually going to be a damn good fight with those two. Well, not not to mention, I'm sorry, Jimmy, not to mention they fought before Amanda taking the first two rounds. And uh, and Valentina coming back that third round and winning it, and and right. Amanda was getting pretty gassed, and there was a lot of talks. The people saying that hey, if this was a five, five round, round fight, that could have yeah. been Valentina's fight, you know. And we got to talk about interesting. Yeah. now. Of course, the guy, the, the big elephant in the room, uh, the guy who we have got to talk about is uh, Francis Ngannou. Let's talk about yeah. Francis. <laughs> he loves Francis. I love him. I love <laughs> I him. I do too. I do too. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Francis fan, man. I, I, oh, I, this man. guy is a fucking monster. Oh, he, uh, <clears throat> When you stand next to him, I don't know if we've ever had a heavyweight champion as big and as mean looking as this fucking guy is. <clears throat> and uh, when he hits you, man... You know, he's what I saw the other night in the fight with uh, Arlovsky. Arlovsky was a little faster than him, you know, moving around on the outside. But then once he caught up to him and hit him, man, all that guy's got to do is graze you. And not to mention, in his fight before that, he finished that with that Kimura. And uh, I'll tell you, man, he looked like he was going to rip that arm off. I mean, he's a strong, yeah, he he's a strong dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm do you looking... guys know his story? No, I do he, not. He, he was ho- he was homeless. And in France, and he walked into a gym and said, I would like to learn how to box. And uh, the guy started working with him and thought that he was a physical freak, right? Yeah. And basically said, what do you think about mixed martial arts? We think you should train in that. So they started doing some stuff on the ground, and that was the end of it, man. The guy became a mixed martial artist. He was a homeless guy. Was he? Was he? Uh, was he drinking at the time, or what? Do you know? Do you know what the backstory to that no, was? He, he he had he had moved from Africa to uh, oh. France. He, yeah, he moved from Africa to France, and apparently he was homeless, and you know, oh, wow. tr- trying to make his way and find a job or whatever. You know, how when, when you get he? to a new wow. town and walked into a gym and wanted to learn how to box. You imagine him asking for change at 3 o'clock in the morning, how fast you'd happily hand it over? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's writing him checks. Just, hey, how old is he, Chris, the producer? He's 30 years old. So he's, he's still pretty old, young, right? man. Yeah. The thing with him, like you said, Arlovsky's a little bit faster. And, and again, against a guy like uh, a Travis Brown or a Kane Velasquez, or, you know, there's, there's guys in there who, who you know, he's got to connect with you to knock you out. And there's guys in there that might be able to get in and out without getting touched. But, uh, yeah, I, I think more of a Stipe Miocic. Stipe yeah. Miocic is a very well-rounded athlete. He's got good speed. Um, you know, you, you saw that in the Hunt fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, how he was in and out. He's and, and he's got a chin, and he hits hard too. So Stipe is dangerous uh, f- for anybody. So who's a possible next fight for Ngannou? I know you guys probably haven't looked that far yet, but but who do you see? I mean, with Kane is out, it's still so. So who do you see him? He, fighting? he wants to fight Kane Velasquez next. Oh well, when is Kane due back? Did he just have surgery? Yeah, Kane will be back in April. 
That, okay. That's an interesting matchup. Who is Kane supposed to fight? He's supposed to fight Verdum. Okay, so Verdum yep. has no one right now? Nope. Well, we offered Verdum fights and he turned them down. Uh, uh, oh, do you want to say who you offered him to? Or no? Um, yeah, I think we, we offered him the Junior Dos Santos fight. Turned that down. We offered him a couple fights. We offered him a fight in Brooklyn. Um, so. And he said no. What was his reasons for saying no? Was it that he uh, he, he didn't have time to prepare? Well, <laughs> what's, interesting, what's interesting about that is uh, Dos Santos has a, has a win over him. You know that. Over, over yeah. knockout. Yeah. Maybe I was why. there for that live. I don't know when that was, but I was there for that. I remember seeing that, and that's when Junior first broke onto the scene. I was like, who the hell is this guy? Right? right. That might have right. been his first that's, fight. It might have been his first that fight. Was, no, that was the fight that, that everybody noticed him. And then yeah. after that, Verdum left the UFC and then came back, and Verdum was a completely different fighter when he came back. Into that's the true. UFC the second that's time. true. He was very one-dimensional in his fight with Junior Dos Santos. When he came back, he was a, he was a, a much different fighter. Yes, and that was his first fight, Chris, the producer, in there? That was Junior's first fight. It in the was. UFC. Yeah, it was in yes. 2008. Wow. Where was that, by the way? I remember that. Uh, Illinois. Rosemont, Illinois. Oh, I was there for that. Wow. Now, so what do you think about a guy like uh, Wood Verdum fight uh, Ngano? Um, Yeah, I think everybody's going to fight Ngano. I, that guy's not going <laughs> anywhere. So, yeah, that guy's... That guy's here for a, a while. He probably doesn't need much time in between fights because he tends to get them over quickly. So, I mean, you know, what does he got to do? Like, he's probably going to nap for exactly. a day and he's ready to fight well, that's again. That's the thing. He, he gets them over quickly. There's no weight cutting. You know, uh, you know, heavyweights are different, are totally different. That's why I think if you look in the UFC, if you look at the history of the UFC, the heavyweights stick around the longest, you know. It's a very, oh, a very thin division. They don't cut weight. They don't. Uh, some have to cut weight. I mean, if yeah. some of them are so big, but it's not. It's not not like these these smaller guys do. Um, and uh, you know, it's well, a lot easier to be a heavyweight in the UFC than any other weight division. I think. But wasn't he? I'm, I'm again. I'm by memory here. Wasn't he like two sixty five and uh, Arlovsky? I want to say it was two forty two or something like that. Wasn't there a giant difference between them? Yeah, it's funny because if you look at the weight of Orlovsky, Orlovsky has always been on the smaller side of the heavyweights, but he's a massive dude. The guy is so big, yet his weight is around 240, sometimes 235. Um, but he's such a big guy. Because Orlovsky, when you stand next to Orlovsky, too, he, he's a monster. He is, but he had a, a disadvantage reach-wise, too. I don't remember what Orlovsky's in, but I want to say that uh, doesn't Francis have like a, is an 83-inch reach or something like that? It's some incredibly long reach. Yeah, I'm not sure. He's, a, he's such a big dude. I mean, his, <laughs> his hands Francis. are massive. His hands are massive. He, he is a big dude. Big, scary-looking guy. I love him, man. He's, he's a fun heavyweight. He's going to bring some excitement to the heavyweight division. Yeah, I do too. And I've been talking about him for a while. I mean, for as long as he's been. I'm just so happy that everybody's <laughs> noticing Francis. People are hitting me on Twitter. So I'm really happy. And what about uh, Bisping? Uh, about he talking about, you know, he had to have, uh, did he have the surgery yet? I think he did. Okay. Last week, I think. He did have it last week. So how long is he out for? Uh, and is there any ETA when he can fight again? I think he had one of those. <clears throat> excuse me. I think he had one of those surgeries like Ronda, where the, he had some stuff scoped, had some stuff taken out. It wasn't a major surgery, so he won't be out for that long. Now everybody's talking about you know Yoel uh, Romero, which you know rightfully so because he, he's right there in line. Uh, there's also been talk about him uh, Bisping possibly fighting Anderson Silva. Let's say if Anderson takes care of business on the 11th and he and he gets past uh, Brunson, 
who's a tough, which is a very test. Tough I think yeah. It's a test in itself right there. I mean, I personally, tough I fight. I, That's a very tough fight. Very tough yeah. fight. But I mean, the other guy does come forward throwing like eight punches and Anderson's good at going back. I think it's a, I'm excited for that fight. But let's say Anderson does win that fight. I, for one, am very interested in seeing an Anderson Silva Michael Bisping fight, especially because Styles make fights. They fought before and it was, you know, somewhat controversial. Yeah. They both dropped each other. It was a good fight. It wasn't like it was a shitty fight. Well, what, what do you think's next? If Anderson gets past Brunson, I mean, is that... Yeah, too- Anderson's got to get past Brunson, and Bisping's got to get past uh, Yo Romero. Oh, Yo so- Romero's oh. been floating out there yeah. for a long time, waiting for a title shot. Um, D- uh, Bisping wanted to do that grudge match with Dan Henderson. It was going to be Dan Henderson's last fight, yeah. you know what I mean? I've always shown Henderson the respect that I felt he deserved. He's a guy who's fought everybody out there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, so we did that fight. And uh, he's got to defend his title now against the number one contender. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, I he- mean, if you look at what Romero did to Chris Weidman, you, yeah. he absolutely deserves the shot. Yeah. Well, at least you guys gave Weidman a nice easy fight this time. That's always nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the last guy you want to have hey, to face coming off two losses. Is, uh, Musashi. He, he, you know what, though? Weidman's one of the best in the world, and it, there's no easy fight. Chris right. Weidman has never had an easy fight since the day he set foot in the UFC, and neither has anybody else. Yeah, that's it's true. Very true. That is true. That's just a scary guy to have to face. Because that Romero fight, I thought that Weidman was winning, and uh, that was just kind of a shame for him. You know, you're happy if you're Romero, but to see it end But like at the end of the Chris, day, it's a scary fight for, yeah. uh, for him, too. Yeah. Weidman's no joke. Right. We- Weidman's no joke, and Weidman's back is up against the wall right now. That's right. You know, n- not a, not a fun place to be to go in and fight a guy like Weidman in that position. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you're, you're, he's kind of in a must-win situation after being. I, I want to say he was ten or twelve and zero, and then and then lost too. So uh, I, I kind of like the way he's handling these these losses, though. Like he wants to come back and fight again. He's not willing to walk away. So it makes you respect Weidman a lot. Weidman is. Let me tell you what, and I'm preaching to the choir here to Matt, but Weidman's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's a good guy. He's a tough guy, and he's fun to watch fight. Yeah, he really is. What about Dana, too? What about the uh, 145 uh, uh, female division now that, uh, I mean, that was kind of uh, set up with Cyborg in mind. What do you see with the featherweight division uh, for women? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, it was uh, we did it for her, and now she's in this position uh, with USADA, and I don't know how this is going to play out, so we got to see how this thing, what happens here. Uh, which hopefully this will uh, will all get smoked out soon, and then I can figure out what to do with uh, 145. But you know what? We got two of the most decorated strikers ever in in the UFC fighting for the title. It sure should be a fun fight, and see how that thing ends, and then I'll go from there. Let's talk about the um, Matt. Now let me, I gotta t- I gotta say this now, but the Jorge, the Jorge Masvidal versus Donald uh, Cerrone. Uh, the second this night, this this fight was announced, Ray Longo, and I said this on here, he called right away. He goes, he goes, uh, yo, Jorge's winning that fight, and he's winning it handedly. He told me, he goes, the stuff that Cerrone's getting on these other guys, he's not going to get off on him. So I just had, the second he, that was announced, he said that, and then the way the, the fight played out was just, was just really wild, man. What, what's your take on that? Listen, I, I've said it <clears throat> many times. You know, even in, when we've had our differences, I love Cerrone, man. I love that kid, and uh, he's, he, you know, he's nutty as hell, but, man, he's he's willing to step up. But one of the things that drives me crazy is he just wins an impressive fight against an impressive guy like, like Matt Brown, 
And he says, yeah, I want to fight in two weeks in Denver or three, whatever the hell it was. And I'm like, how does that make sense? So then we start looking at opponents, and the guy who's available is Masvidal, right? And why take such a dangerous fight? When, when, when you're so close to you know all the, all the stuff that you've achieved to get to where you are now. Four-fight win streak in the welterweight division against serious guys. Yeah. Everybody's rumbling about Cowboy. And, but you know what? That's why people love him. The you fact know, that he took this him. and he didn't have to. Oh, you because know, he does it all the time. And that's what people love about him, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, he's, sometimes you have to protect these guys from themselves, you know? But if the guy's screaming to fight in Denver and I say, no, you're not fighting in Denver, and everybody's, oh, you know, let Cerrone fight. You know, it's, it's just yeah, crazy. You can't win so, with that. Yeah. And you you can't win. So I let him do it, and uh, that's the result. Now, I don't give a shit what Cowboy says. He needs to take some time off. He needs to take some time off, do some other thing. He's made a lot of money, you know. He just fought back-to-back. He made a lot of money. He needs to take some time off and, and just relax and Ride his horses, shoot his guns, and do all the other crazy shit he does. And, okay. and now, what about this whole Hey Masvidal, who looked amazing? He looked at me, looked really on, man. He did. He, was, he, he looked was awesome. Listen, I've always been a fan of Masvidal, but the one thing that I've always said about Masvidal is the guy doesn't pull the trigger. You yeah. see him in some of these fights, and, and he's one of those guys. If you had a remote control and you could control that guy, holy shit. Oh, you never no. lose, you know what I mean? He's the guy you'd want to you'd want to have if you had a remote control, but he's if he pulls the trigger the way he did in the Cerrone fight from here on out, he could win a title. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. Cuz I remember cornering against him versus uh, Ally Aquinta in that in that that yeah. fight where um Al's <laughs> cursing at the crowd after. It was crazy. But I remember after that second round in the corner, I specifically remember Longo telling Al, "This fucking guy let you back in this fight." Now we need this third round. Like he let you back in. Like you know what I mean. Like he could, he took his foot off the gas a little, and uh, and he didn't do that in this fight, man. Holy shit! The beginning of that. First of all, it it very well should have been stopped at the end of that first round. That was kind of crazy. I mean, I think it, it the way they it, it and Herb is the, Herb is one of the best. He jumped in. I don't think uh, he heard. He thought he heard the bell. Is that right? Is that he thought he heard One the bell? One second left, right? So, so you know yeah. me. Usually I rip guys when they when they yeah. do this kind of stuff. But I'm going to tell you right now, I was there ringside. It was so loud yeah. that I didn't know if the bell had rung or not either. Wow. So I called the truck, and I said, what's going on? I said, replay that. I want to – but my truck replayed it without the – without the, the – uh, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the clock on there. How the fuck does that make sense? You oh, gotta yeah. play the replay so that people can see if the bell rang without the clock. That, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it made no that. sense. But they ended up getting back to me and telling me that uh, Herb stopped it before the uh, before wow. the bell had rang. But to his defense, you couldn't hear shit in that yeah. place when when Cerrone went down. And, and, and he was on the place was so loud it was insane. Yeah, and to, he probably wanted to like knowing he couldn't hear. He probably wanted to err on the side of caution, and not have a guy get his exactly. fucking head pounded in. Exactly. Here, here's what I do love though. He jumped in. He made a decision, and he went with it. You know what I mean? You see some of these guys stop it, and and the crowd goes, "What? Boo! Does it finish?" And they're like, "Uh!" They're running around. They don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. At least he jumped in. He made a clear cut decision. No, the fight is still going. Get to your corner. Get to your corner. Yeah. It ended up he was wrong, but at least he made the decision. You know, nah, that's a, that's and a uh, and he was 
and he, it is. It, it's a tough job, and especially it's fucking loud. You can't hear anything. You, you know, it, you, you know, you hear those clappers that there's ten seconds left. Right. He was probably trying to count down in his head. You know, because you couldn't hear it. I don't know. It's Plus, so what the fuck let- do I know? That's what. Yeah. That's what. That's what I thought because it, that that was my experience at the fight. Plus, if he had let him fight, if, if he had gone, if he had missed the bell and it had been twelve seconds, and he had let a guy take a pounding two and a half seconds longer than he was supposed to, they would have crucified him. Absolutely right. Yeah, Absolutely. But- and listen, when you're when you're a ref and you decide in your head that you're going to jump in and make it like it's over, at least stick with it. Don't start fumbling around like you don't know what you just did and whatever. He said, "Fight still on. You go to your corner. You go to your corner." I love yeah. it. That's that's how you have to handle that shit. Yeah, you got to take charge. Herb Herb is Herb is one of the best. But I'll tell you, what really is upsetting about that is that he was done. I mean, he was he was done, and and yeah. he's such a gutsy guy that it's almost like you know I want to go back and I want to watch I want to watch what's going on in between that corner and I want to. Well, see. that's the thing. Well, a doctor yeah. went in and talked to him. Doctor talked to him, looked at his eyes, made him step forward. A doctor ran him through a bunch of drills before they yeah. let him go back out there because he was right in front of me. Yeah. So his corner was talking to him. I don't know what they were saying, but his corner was talking to him. The doctor came over and talked to him. The doctor did a few things with him and then determined that he could continue to fight. Now, I was watching backstage in the green room, and I saw, I don't know if you could, so you was cage side, so I don't know if you saw there, yep. but the beginning of that second round, oh man, what a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, Donald must have looked across the cage, and Jorge was like smiling at him, like, I got you. Like, I, he might have yep. said something to him, like, I did like, see that. Oh man, I, oh, man. first of all, I get tingles, man. What? It's so, ex- it was wild. No, Jimmy? Yes. So, so, oh, so there was something between those two, yeah. because at the weigh ins, oh. they were looking at each other, whatever, and, and, and uh, Masvidal said to him, "This ain't sparring, motherfucker." Yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny about that, Dana, is that uh, after the fight was over and stopped, I seen him say something to him, and I'm like, and it was, it didn't look too pleasant. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta find out what he said. So I was in the back in the locker room with him, but he was a little celebrating, so I didn't go up to him there. Later on, I seen him in the hotel after I had dinner with Longo. And we were bullshitting with him. I go, listen. I go, what did you say? What did you say to Cerrone after the fight? I, he goes, no, man. He goes, leading up to this, he's saying that, like, you know, he doesn't even know who I am. And we work together. We sparred together. And he knows who the fuck I am. So he goes, he was dropping the guard when we spar. He was bringing up the sparring session. He goes, so he knew exactly who, who I was. So then when that was over, I told him, I go, you know who I am? You know who the fuck I am? That type of thing. So I thought that was pretty hardcore, man. <laughs> Right? No, that kid's a gangster, man. He really is. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to watch him fight again. I'm I'm happy that that he's uh like you talked about pulling the trigger because I thought the same thing. I've been watching him for a long time, and I I remember when Al had to fight him. I was studying a lot of it. I'm like, man, this kid is is actually awesome. I don't know why he's really not super not a talented. superstar. Yeah, man, the right. guy should be a superstar. Do you think it was a cardio I've seen issue? Him in so, no, no, I've seen him in so many fights where I'm like, man, this fucking guy is so talented, but he will not pull the trigger. If this kid would just let his shit fly like he did on Saturday night, he'd be unstoppable. I mean, then he was telling you after anybody in the welterweight division, he wants anybody he's trying to say he'll put his money up for his. I mean, he's just. No, I like it. He's, yeah, he's, he's vocal. So he, he listen. I'm getting in my car. Right. <laughs> I'm getting in my car to go to the airport and go home. Yeah. He walks up to my car and goes, "Hey, I'll bet you fucking two hundred thousand dollars. Whoever you get, whoever you get, fucking throw whoever you want at me. I fucking win." I got two hundred thousand dollars. If I don't win, I pay you. If 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 you win, if uh, you win. Or don't win, you pay me. <laughs> and I, I think that two hundred grand is gonna be a lot. Means a lot more to him right now. 
<laughs> but that is wild, though. I, I mean, I love it. Well, you, you you know who that is. You know who that is. That's my man, Dan. D- Dan's a fucking maniac. I love him. Dan <laughs> Lambert. Dan Lambert? You know that's him. <laughs> Lambert's got to be backing him with 200 grand yeah. and telling him, go out there and bet Dana $200,000. You know, Dan Lambert's fucking awesome. Wouldn't it's it got to sh- be him. Wouldn't it be shitty if you took the bet and then he lost and then had to pay you 200 grand? <laughs> oh, yeah. Where's my money, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> that would blow. That would suck. Hey, yeah. Any updates on uh, Robbie Lawler? There's been rumors about Tim uh, having a rematch with uh, Nick Diaz. Is that, is that true? Or yeah, no, I offered Nick Diaz the Lawler fight and he turned it down. Lawler accepted the fight. Um, Lawler accepted the fight and, and Nick turned it down. So I'm looking for something else for, for, for Lawler right now. Why do you think he turned it down? I don't know. They were terrorizing me saying they wanted to fight. We want to fight. So they wanted to announce it that night at the, uh, um, Sacramento card. Cause he was there. It was the right crowd. That's close to his hometown. They wanted to announce it. I, I got Robbie Lawler to accept the fight. I called them and they turned it down. And uh, they've been radio silent on me ever since. Um, I just reached out to them and said, what do you guys think about a fight with Damian Maya? And I haven't heard back from them yet. Yeah, that's the response that most people are going to give you with Damian Maya. That's, that's, not, a, that's not a pleasant fight for everybody. <laughs> hey, Struve was supposed to fight. Uh, well, if, if, if Nick doesn't take it, I'll give it to Masvidal. Ooh. Well, that'd be interesting. That's huh? a great fight. Oh, Got my money. Um, uh, Struve was supposed to fight Junior at... Uh, UFC fight night in Halifax, but uh, he had to pull out, obviously. So are you trying to line up a replacement for him? Or does he get the next shot at Stipe? Sorry, I got a text. What did you say? Oh, God. <laughs> I, That's great. I, 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 I literally <laughs> thought that was the silence of, like, oh, Jim, that was a dumb question. <laughs> no, I, I just got a text. Oh. Say that again? I was Sorry. saying uh, <laughs> Struve was uh, scheduled to fight. Struve. Uh, yes, Struve was supposed to fight uh, Dos Santos. And uh, he has to pull out. So does Junior, do you have somebody lined up for him, or does he possibly get the next uh, shot at Stipe? Yeah, the whole Junior thing has, has been crazy. I'm working on something for Junior right now. I don't, I don't know who he's going to fight or what's going to go on, but I, I should have an answer for that today. Okay, good. I just got a text, too. It's funny. It says, that was great last night. You still owe me 200 All right, I think our texts are a lot. <laughs> I think the texts that we're getting are a lot different. So, dude, how psyched are you? Are you going out to uh, – it's funny. You've been referencing the Super Bowl lately. Are you going out there, uh, obviously, uh, when? I literally have my Patriots gear on right now. I'm wearing it all week, man, right up to the Super Bowl. I'm going, I'm going out Thursday night. There's a great Mexican restaurant that I love called Guadalajara. I'm going to go eat there on, on, on Thursday night when I get in town. Then on Friday, you know I bought a bull, right? Did I tell you guys that? No. A, a what? Yeah. So, Matt, remember when we did the bull riding and looking for a fight? Of course. I bought a bull. I bought a bull from that guy. Boy. And... Um, <laughs> My, it's a baby. It's a baby. So he's he's working his way up and and, uh, and and basically learning how to buck and to do everything. There's a process with, with these bulls, and uh, he's actually uh, he's doing a competition at nine thirty in the morning on Friday. So Friday, I'm going to go watch my bull do his thing, and then I'm doing Radio Row, then the weigh-ins, then Saturday's the fight, and then I'm going to the Super Bowl to watch Tom Brady and the Patriots kick some ass and win another championship going to be a great weekend for me so you have a phenomenal weekend lined up yes sir have you met your bull yet or that you just bought him and you haven't met him this will be the first time that i actually see him 
So do they have, I mean, I know that they're mammals. This is a dumb question, but they don't seem like they're particularly loyal to anybody. Like, can, does a bull act like a horse where it knows you or no? No, they're not very friendly. Uh, Matt and I learned that firsthand when we went to see them. They are the scariest fucking animal on earth. They look like they want to kill you. And, uh, but it was yeah. fun. It was a really cool experience. Uh, to do that, and uh, and I'm excited. Oh, I have a question. Why the fuck did you buy a bull? Yeah, that's that is a great follow up <laughs> question, Matt. No, I just want to. No, I'm sorry. No, no, Dana. No, what's going on? No, so it's 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 it, it, it's. Uh, I got into it, man. I got into it, and uh, I love it. It, 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 it. It's super fun, man. I I, I want to get behind this thing. I want I want to follow it, and. Uh, I'm really into it. And Ever since you. we did it that day, I've been into it. I kept talking uh, to, to the gentleman who settled up for us out there, and uh, you know his son, his son JJ is a huge fan of the UFC. So they were hitting me all the time. We were going back and forth, and and uh, I said, "Fuck it, man! I'm going to buy a bull. I'm going to get into this." Are we, you going to pet it? No, probably no. not. I, I don't know. know. By the way, that's not the I, question. I, 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 I got to see what the situation is when I get there. I'll tell you what. When I, you know what, this weekend was the first time that you know you know how you go live on Instagram. So I did it uh, uh, ringside for for the fight that night. Yeah, uh, it, it was cool. It was fun. So maybe I'll go live again when I go to visit my bull. You could do that on Instagram. I, I know Facebook has a live app. I didn't know Instagram did. Oh yeah, you can go live on Instagram and it notifies everybody. You know, when you go live and people can come in and watch what you're doing live. Oh, maybe I'll do that. I didn't know that. And by the way, let's acknowledge that my question was something a 48 year old man should not be asking another man. Are you going to pet it? That was a fucking bull. Are you going to pet your bull? That was an asshole nine year old child question that I asked a grown up. Are you going to pet it? I'm going to send you guys a picture of my bull right now. He's he's fucking beautiful. I would like. Yeah, I would like. How big is it at that age as as a baby? He's he's a baby, but he's huge. He is he's huge, but he's not as big. You know, when he's fully grown, you know, they're monsters like the bulls that we rode and saw when, at this ranch. Are, and I'll tell ridiculous. you, Dana, Dana, maybe I, it's the only time I, I think I screamed like a lady. I was like, ah, when Dana fell, Dana almost got trampled, Jimmy. I don't know if you ever saw that episode, but uh, Dana, did you ever get? Did you get crap from that from your family or anybody that you would jump <laughs> on that bull? Did you or no? Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, me totally. too. <laughs> me too, buddy. Yeah, because because there's stuff. You know, I got this stuff like I. I don't even, I won't even go down a fucking slide, you know, when we go yeah. to like Atlantis and stuff like that. I'm like, last thing I want to do is have to fly around with my back fucked up and stuff like that. So, so my kids are like, you won't go on the slide in Atlantis, but you're riding a bull. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I guess I, I, I definitely caught some shit for that too. <laughs> but I, I, I blame Matt Sarah. And yeah. uh, I said, First of all, that was not what we were expecting uh, to walk into. But what true. are we going to do? Go there, waste everybody's time, oh, look like no. punks? No, we we were, we had the boots on and everything. We had to get on there. <laughs> I wouldn't have. You wouldn't. No, have. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't yeah. have. Oh, so you know what? He he hit me up today too because he was telling me about this competition. Um, and he said you guys started a trend. A bunch of NFL guys are coming in this weekend to ride bulls. Uh, look at that. So. Ever since that show came out, we did that. He says people have been hitting up asking if they could. We were the first people to ever show up that weren't actual PBR riders coming to train yeah. to ever do it. He was like, this is fucking stupid. I've never even heard of anything like this. Now he's saying that everybody's doing it. How bad are you going to feel if Tom Brady tries it and hurts his shoulder and can't play? <laughs> oh, fuck. Tom Brady ain't doing it. <laughs> That's like with Sage Northcutt. He wasn't letting them anywhere near those bulls. He's like, hey, yeah, listen, right. this guy's retired and chubby. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm expendable <laughs> at this point oh, that's great hey dana what do you think about sage moving he, he, back he's moving back down what do you think about hey that? matt can do the podcast in a wheelchair exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what do you think of Sage? Um, yeah, yeah. Listen, Sage is a very young guy. He's a young kid that we brought in, and and you know he's super talented, super athletic. You know, when this kid starts catching his stride and uh, and starts you know getting a lot more well rounded with his ground game, he's going to be a force, man. The thing is, the kid has the heart and the desire to stay in the sport. You know, after a couple of losses, and and he's got to work on a few holes in his game, and and uh, he has the right attitude. Nicest kid in the world, yep. absolute stud. Uh, I, I I think good things are going to happen for this kid in the future. All right, awesome, and uh, and of course, Khabib uh, and Tony Ferguson oh. do not seem. It, it doesn't seem to be like a fun rivalry. I'm, it seems that they genuinely don't like each other. I can't wait for that yeah. fight. You know what I love about it? Two absolute animals. Yes, who, who want the same thing. They both want the same thing, and both guys are, are, you know, are in their way. You know what I mean? I love these kind of fights, man. Two super talented, tough, nasty, mean dudes that are going to go in there and, and and go after it to try to get a shot at that title. That's, I love it. When That's is what this sport's all about? When is that fight? Yeah, when is that? It's March fourth, right? Oh, awesome. March fourth. That fight I want. And also, by the way, great news: Cormier and Rumble Johnson uh, two has been announced. They are fighting. Uh, at two ten, and that is April eighth from Buffalo, which is just great, yep. great, great news. So I guess Cormier is all healed and ready to fight, right? And then uh, John Jones is supposed to return around July, so the timing is perfect. It's exciting! Oh, times. he is okay. Yeah, I figured it would be about a year. Have you talked to him? Is he how is he feeling? I haven't talked to him. I have not talked to John Jones since the whole incident. Okay, well, hopefully, I'm sure he's training, and there's no idea who his opponent might be. I know you guys haven't probably thought that far in advance. Well, depending on where John's head is and where he thinks he is i mean i would assume he would come back right back come right back and try to get his title back yeah i guess so first fight back though you might want to take a nice light one all right <laughs> <The> pro- <laughs> that's me though my the, pro- the problem with the problem with this sport there is no light one. yeah that's true mean? you know I- if, if you're gonna go in there and give it at least go in and try to get your belt back it's like everybody was saying you know ronda should have had a tune-up there are no tune-up fights yeah. when you break into the top five in the world everybody's nasty Everybody's nasty, and, and 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 what you don't want to lose to is somebody down, you know, eight, nine, ten, knocks you right out of the top ten, and you know, it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, was and Cowboy just hurt himself with Masvidal because what were they, what were they ranked before they fought? Like he was ranked, uh, yeah, a, like eight or nine, right? And and Masvidal was what, like sixteen or something like that? No, no, I'm saying, oh, Masvidal, I I think wasn't Masvidal in the top ten. Uh, he, oh, no, he was 12, sorry. He, he was, was 12, 12, and Cerrone was Masvidal 5. Masvidal was 12? Yeah, and, and Cowboy was 5, yeah. See? See what I'm saying? I think the rankings come out today or tomorrow, and that's going to hurt Cowboy. It's going to help Jorge, though. Absolutely. All right. Well, Dana, we thank you, man. It was It's always good talking <clears throat> to you, and thanks for covering everything. Always a pleasure. All right, All buddy. Right. We will uh, talk to you soon, okay? Uh, I'll be seeing you Have soon, Have a great pal. day, guys. All right, thanks, All right buddy. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, oh, man. Oh, my God. It's always, always great when he comes oh. on. That is phenomenal. It's um, the the honesty that he talks with, and, and this is why. Like this is the difference between him and other guys that run sports. Like literally, and people, you guys listening can't see us, but while Dana is talking, we are literally just sitting here looking at each other, like Jesus Christ, like he Damn. really is not holding back. That's that's kind of uh, it's a relief, you know, to Listen. not have to. Well, what about the? You know, you just ask and you get your answer. You don't you don't beat around the bush. Oof. Not at all. Don't, don't tell you he that. did not. He did not. <laughs> Dude, I've been holding a piss in for so long. All right, we're done, man. It's an hour and 40 minutes. I'll tell you, man. We were talking today. Yeah, I think I this mean, was this, a fun this one. actually flew by because yes. we had such a good time. Yeah. You know? Thank uh, you to Dennis Bermuda. I guess, you know what? I think we're going to start next one. We're going to keep people in suspense because I want them to listen to the next episode. Yeah. I do. 
So I'm going to keep the movie minute for next time. We're going to start off, or we'll have it in there about true romance. And if anybody wants to see it until then, I, I recommend it for sure. But true romance, it's a movie. When, when did that come out, Chris, the producer? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd be and guessing. by the way, and people are going to say, why did you ask about Connor? I had a couple of Connor questions on the list, but like literally I'm just Connored out. Like everything's been answered. Dude, like I, I just wanted to talk about other shit. So I'm sorry if people wanted to hear about that. I just can't do it. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff to talk about. When did that true romance movie come out? 1993. What a good movie. We're going to talk is. about that next time. Yes, and the guy from that movie I did a scene with. Who's that? Oh, oh, well, let's keep that. Everybody in suspense. Write that down. Hey, what, what, what plugs do you got? I have no plugs. Listen okay. to Jim Norton and Sam Roberts, 8 to 11 East Coast, Monday through Friday on Sirius XM. I had a great, great time with Sam. And what are people gonna, are asking for you what to are come you gonna, back. I was about to, now you knew I was going to ask. We would love to have in. you back. All right. We're going we're gonna to set that up. Oh, Dana sent a picture of his bowl. Oh, That's a euphemism. I, I thought you said it's balls. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, also, anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, because I noticed people listening yes, that are. did not, that did not, Jimmy, leave a um, comment and a rating. They didn't do it. I know. Could you, Chris, the producer, could you please politely ask people to do that? Yeah, guys, it'd be really nice if you went on iTunes, subscribe to the show, leave a nice rating, leave a nice comment, let uh, Jimmy and Matt know how they're doing. All right, don't preach too much to them, Chris. Okay, I just want to make sure. All right, no, it's good you did that. All right, listen, Jimmy, I, uh, Jimmy, you texting? I am, yeah. Uh, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? You like, I like your bull, Dana. You, no, I'm shooting something tomorrow. Oh. And I have the premiere of a movie that I have Ooh. a teeny part in, Ooh. but I can't go to my movie premiere. What movie is it? It's The Comedian with Robert De Niro. Oh, I have wow. a teeny part, but I can't go to the premiere because i got to shoot something. Well, I'm use... bummed out. That's upsetting. Look at my face right now. What does that look, what does that look like? Looks like every woman I try to hit on. Oh. Uh, disappointed. Like they kind of want to shit. Yeah. All right. I got to use the restroom. All right. Listen. <laughs> Let's wrap up. But first. What? I just wanted to say no. what a joy. Oh. oh you, the it, podcast. Oh, was you're prolonging today. things. I want. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm clinching. You everybody, thank shit. you so much. You Leave a one or two. I think I gotta do a three. Bye, everybody. Listen first. Oh, no. are, you, are you leaving? Okay. Yeah, bye. Bye bye. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. NetCredit is here to say yes because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.